The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hang on, let me get this right. Uh, the the, the uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are getting flack because they went somewhere on an aeroplane and Prince Andrew is getting off scot-free because he hung out with a known nonce? What is going on? <laughs> Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I don't forget this is the show that has absolutely no topics. We never do topics. I guarantee you, we will never have topics on the late night alternative. My name is Ian Lee. Uh, no, Kath, she's off all week. God damn it! So how the hell? Why are Meghan and, and Prince Harry getting so much flack for getting an aeroplane? Uh, getting an aeroplane somewhere? They got an aeroplane somewhere, uh, and, and yet Prince Andrew is getting a pass despite hanging out with. A known convicted paedophile. I'm not saying that Prince Andrew has done anything uh, 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 along the lines of Jeffrey Epstein, but he hung out with him after he went to prison for being a paedophile. How are we not? 
why are we not going in heavy and asking, well, what, what, what did Prince Andrew know? Did he know anything? Did he see anything? What did he know? And then, why did he, I'm, I'm right, aren't I? Jeffrey Epstein went to prison about, like, 15 years ago, right? Yeah, I think I am. I'm, let's say I am. Fake news, who cares? I'm pretty sure I am. So, why was Prince Andrew with him, uh, friends with him, after he'd gone to prison for nonsense? Haley's going to fact check that just to make sure. Although you can't libel the dead. And did you not? Did you chuckle when uh, the newsreader said Jeffrey Epstein um, took his own life? <laughs> yeah, of course he did. Of course he did. That's why his cellmate, I nearly called him a roommate, his cellmate was moved out of the cell the day before while the suicide watch was called off and why there were no cameras inside the cell because he killed himself. Come on, guys. Oh, three, four, four. Convicted. Here we go. I was right. I knew it. He was convicted for... Making light of a very serious issue in 2008. Four years out. Man, I'm on fire. Monday. I'm on fire. I'm exhausted. I had the boys this weekend. What fun we had. We did some top secret stuff that I'm never going to tell you guys what we did because it's top secret, but it was brilliant. I'm so proud of them. And we made gelato. Oh, yes, made gelato. And here's the thing. I really wanted to go and see the new Fast and Furious film. I've never seen a Fast and Furious film. They look silly. But the new one looks so silly. It's where The Rock and um, Nicholas Boye, as he's known in our house, he's not Nicholas Boye, um, um, Alan? Yes, Dean. Who, who's the other uh, guy in the new Fast and Furious movie? I've never seen it. No, well, no, neither have I, but I still know that The Rock is in it. The other guy that what, my... What, Johnson? The other guy. I thought you were talking about The Rock, because his real name was Dwayne yeah, Johnson. I, I was talking about The Rock, and then I stopped talking about The Rock, and now I'm talking about the other guy that is my boy... It's not Vin Diesel, is it? No, it's not Vin Diesel. Jason Statham, thank you, Alan. Jason Statham, who my boys, for some reason, called Nicholas Boye. I don't know why, but they didn't want to go and see it. I couldn't persuade a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old to go and see... Fast and the Furious! They said, oh, nah, we don't fancy it. I was going, oh, come on. Come on, guys. This is on me. Come on. He went, nah, uh, nah, I don't fancy it. Uh, so we didn't go and see it. Instead, this is how my weekend went. What book are you reading, Daddy? I'm reading the book about Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Hysterics. Hyster- what? I'm reading the book about Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. What? Just, just literally clutching their stomachs, rolling around on the floor, laughing. Say it again. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. And then two hours on Saturday night. That was all they said. That was all they said. And then Stephen, I tweeted it, and uh, a friend of the show, Stephen Page from the Bare Naked Ladies, said, uh, oh, play them this song. This will calm them down. So I didn't, I didn't listen to the song. I just, I just, I trusted him. He's an artist. He's a performer. He's a dad. And he knows how uncontrollable these things can get. So I trusted him. I thought, right, Stephen Page has an antidote that will stop my boys singing Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Crosby, Stills, Nash, 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 and Young. Crosby, Stills, Nash. 
and young Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. 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 Crosby. So that's the last time we ever invite Stephen Page on this show. He's never coming in again. He's a scumbag. He's a scumbag. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Don't forget, guys, we don't do any topics on this show. You just phone up and we chat. And that's it. It's, it's the most unstructured show on radio. And that also makes it the, the least likely to be continued next year. But that's just the cross we have to bear. 0344-499-1000. That's the number that our good friend of the show, Alan Caddick, called. Good evening, Alan Caddick. Good evening, boss. Good evening. That Crosby Stills Nash and Young tune is kind of like Deck the Halls at Christmas. Deck the, Deck the Halls at Christmas? It did sound a bit like Deck the Halls at Christmas. Yeah. Oh. Play it again. Sorry? Let's play it again. Okay. See if I was right. Okay, let's play it again. Hang on a minute. You might have not done something here. Let's go again. Crosby the Halls at Christmas. Deck the Halls. It does sound like Deck the Halls at Christmas. That's insane. Weird. Well, that's a double reason. A double reason to never invite that scumbag Stephen Page on. No, what we're going to do is we're going to invite him on the show, Alan. And the next time he comes in, the next time he comes in, we are going to destroy him, all right? Like you were going to do with Simon Smith. Like Stephen Smith. Simon Smith. The that guy who you guys just quoted the boat last Monday on Twitter. Simon Smith and his amazing dancing bear? No, Stephen Smith, who, who was having a go at you on Twitter. Um, Who I, had the pictures of birds on his eye. I know this. Handle. I know, I don't know. When he said uh, he would uh, calf was better. Stop shouting at me. Um, I don't know what you're, t- I know this. No, that's not the one. You were talking about the Coliseum. Hang on. Real with vacuum bar. Oh, really do you know the, Do you know this song, Alan? I've heard of it, but I it's don't great. know where I sing it. Amazing. Surrounding. Courageous. And charming. Oh, what a thing. I thought they mentioned Simon Smith and his amazing dancing man. Anyway, um, yeah, scumbags. Everybody's a scumbag. I hate everybody. I'm going to come out and... Uh, one lucky winner tonight will be murdered by my very own hands. Imagine! When the draw for that? <laughs> Well, just to say, Alan, you're winning at the moment. Well, I'm the first entry. I'm setting the standard. First entry. Oh, yes. Getting a little bit, little bit rude at uh, 13 to 14 minutes past 10 on a Monday evening. It's a lad's night out. It's a lad's night out. No girls allowed, which would make it kind of quite gay. Well, I think we can make an exception for Hayley. Let's, let's allow some ladies in, otherwise the lad's night out, we all know what happens. 
Trousers come down and experimentation takes place. Am I right, Alan? Well, it depends on what football team you support. I don't know what that means, so I'm going to move on to avoid any legal action. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Remember, we will never do topics on the Late Night Alternative. It is a show that is entirely driven, well, by my ego, of course, and uh, by your phone calls and you phoning up and um, chatting about stuff. And it can be literally about absolutely anything. I just don't care. 0344-499-1000. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers and Distant Fathers. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yes, great. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. People say, but Ian, if you did topics, the show would be easier. The switchboard's empty right now, and I have no qualms uh, about saying that. No no other radio host would be so um, open and, and say, well, it's a phone-in show, and, and, and no one's phoning in. What am I going to do? You, you, here's, let me let you into a little secret. If it's a phone-in show, and the host is talking for a long time, that means there's no phone calls. So I might as well just say, eh, we ain't got any phone calls. People say... Uh, Ian, if you did topics, then, um, it would be easier and you'd encourage people to call in and you'd get that. <laughs> we don't do them. We just do not do them on this show. It's so old-fashioned. I mean, we're, uh, uh, what do you think about Brexit? Give us a call now. Yeah. Do you, what do you think about Jeremy Corbyn wanting to be Prime Minister? Give us a call now. What, what, what do you think? What do you think? Who cares what you think? Who cares what you think? What I think is important. That's that's what's important. You know that. I know that. Let's not uh, beat around the bush. But it does mean... <clears throat> it does mean that we sometimes struggle on the old phone call front. And I dig that. I get that. I understand that. That's just the way it goes um, from time to time. And And I'm happy to... I'm happy to take that one for the team. If you do want to give us a call, you've never called in before. If you come over from BBC London, <laughs> still going. It's still going. I had the misfortune of hearing it the other day. Or on the phone. You're waiting for a question. You're waiting for a topic. There, there isn't one. You just phone up. You speak to Haley. She will take your name and number. She won't even ask you what it is you want to say. And she'll call you straight back. So it doesn't cost you anything. Pennies. Pennies at most. 0344-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, let's go to George. Hello. It always sounds like you're just finishing off a little tug when we come to you. No, no, it's my laugh. I, I was nicknamed Matley in my younger oh. days. Oh. And uh, I want, this is our third of, of, of the Seven Wonders. And, uh... Oh, yeah, I forgot about those. This is seven uh, calls that George is going to make to the show where he talks utter tosh for a few minutes until I lose my rag and cut him off. That's not fair. It's very, it's quite fair. No. That's what's happened in the previous two. No, yeah. they were they were okay. No, I didn't what? I didn't talk tosh. You accused me of being ill. You you, you, you talk tosh, and I do wor- I do worry about your mental health. 
Yeah, well, uh, uh, I don't know what justification you have for making that sort of statement. Because you talk bollocks. No, I don't. You I do. really don't. I want to make a revelation, actually. Okay, here we go. I'll get, can, I, can I make a prediction? Yeah. It's bollocks. But uh, let's find out. Uh, we're, we're all numbered. We're, we're, we're either... I'm not a number, I'm a free man. No, we're either an, a, a one or two or three. Every, every one of us is a one, a two or three according to our birth date. Yes. And I'm, a, I'm a nine. Are you? I don't know, I don't know. I'm just the date I was born on, yes. What, what do the numbers add up to if you're nine? Uh, all, all the numbers, what do they add up All to? the numbers? What do yeah. all the numbers add up to? Yeah, I mean, my, mine's 13, 10, 19, 40. So th th that, that adds up to 82, and 8 and 2 is 10. So my number on one hand is 10, but 10 originates from 1. And, uh... Okay, so well, I'm, I'm an eight, then. How, how come? Well, I'm a ninth of the sixth, 1973. That's 35. Ninth of the sixth, nine, 35, eight. So you, you are a, a two, then. No, I'm not. I'm an eight. No, I'm saying... How the are you getting... Hang on a minute. How are you getting from an eight to a two? Uh, because th there are three... Cosmic powers. Uh oh. There and we go. <laughs> I'm doing a muttly now. Okay, no, so I'm, the, I'm an the, eight and you've somehow got that to a two. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's three lines and it starts off like one, four, seven. Second line is okay. two, five, well, I, eight. I'm losing the will to live. So, we're all, we're all numbers, one, two, three, and, and the point of that is? We're just to see what, what number we are. Well, I'm well, a number eight, and then you've, you've reduced me to a number two. You, I am not reductive. No, you, uh, you, you, I, I'm saying the source of ev every single number is, is, e is either one, two, or three. Uh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Well, what does that mean? The source of every number? It's not like finding the source of the Nile or the M1. The source of every number is a reference for the goodies fans out there. Yes. Is one, two, or, or three? But how? Um, because I'm saying the sequence is you go one, four, seven, two, why five. Why would you? Why would you go that sequence and not like the normal sequence? Um, because that—that's the way I was made to understand. Well, the... then I can tell you, you don't understand the because no, that's not how numbers work. Uh, to understand the tarot. And the 22 cards that make up the major arcana and to li link those 22 powers to the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet and the 22 powers on the Kabbalistic tree of life. Okay, let's get to the interesting bit, please. Um, well, just to, just for people to know what, the, what their number is. Well, where's the revelation? You said you were going to make a revelation. Well, the revelation is that people, uh,
become aware. People will listen to any old bollocks just while they wait for other people to call in. Other people have called in. Thank you, George. Good evening, Jackie. Oh, good evening, at last. Uh, good evening, Jackie. Good evening, Ian. This, I just want to be the first lady caller of the evening and give first. Alan Caddick a run for his money on first the list. First lady caller of the evening, it's Jackie. We'll be making love so soon. Gonna take you to my hotel room. Gonna watch you take your clothes off. Gonna make love all night long for Jackie's my baby. I love you so much I can't count all the ways I'm gonna love ya tonight. Oh, Jackie, baby. Well, I was hoping I was going to get a good night's sleep tonight, but after that, I don't think I will be able to sleep at all. No sleep for and Jackie. Oh, right. right. First lady of the night. Thank you, Ian. Thank you very much indeed. Ladies of the night are very, very welcome on this show. The show that, of course, has no topics. Never will, never has. Why, why would you do topics when every other radio show does them? One thing about Brexit. What's the first song you remember? <laughs> Not happening. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Hey, you know that uh, David Icke character? I know the David. I know David Icke. I don't know the David Icke character. Is that the same guy? Um, <laughs> is that Lee Nelson? <laughs> no, the um, the David Icke that um, talks about lizards a lot. Oh yeah, we've had him on like. the show. Yes. Really? Yeah. How long ago was that, man? I missed it. That was, uh, maybe a couple of years ago, man. There's, it's up on YouTube, I think. It was good. We didn't really talk about the lizard people and the, all of that. I just right. wanted to know about him. I wanted to interview him, and he was fascinating. Because yeah. I was wondering, because, um, uh, you know, I was listening on Friday with your conversation with George. Yes. And uh, I was getting a bit anxious, because it, it seemed to get a little bit tense. Yeah. at times, yeah. and then I was thinking about um, George, and he came on, and I thought, maybe George is, goes into the similar sort of category as David Icke in terms of some of the beliefs there. Are Here's the thing, very David, there. Icke, David Icke makes more sense than Rainbow George. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> yes, uh, probably. At least there is a, a definite um, strategy with David. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of, you know, what... Wow. I'm being told, gosh, I'm being told David Icke was, was well researched daily, was on the 15th of June, 2016. That's, oh, right. that's three years ago, man. Gosh, that is long. That's when I was still drinking. Yes, yes, man. That was before <laughs> I'd started drinking again. <laughs> uh, and you know, you mentioned Jeffrey Epstein right at the top of the program. Yes, the murdered, well, the murdered billionaire he, paedophile. Yes, friends with Prince yeah, Andrew. Yes. If he got imprisoned in 2008, right? Yeah. I'm thinking that's when the financial crash started. Oh, what? So maybe that's linked. Ian. Uh, <laughs> gosh, you plucked that out of, uh, out of nowhere. Uh, why, why would, why would that be linked? Well, he obviously had a lot of money, didn't he? He's, well, he was a billionaire. And he, he went to prison and he couldn't go down and spend as much as he used to. Yeah. So that meant the, the shops started to the sort of think, oh no, what we're going to do? Oh. And then the housing market collapsed and then we were all 
screwed. Ah, okay, right. I, I, so I, I understand <laughs> what you're saying, Alistair. Thank you very much indeed. We're always, always happy to accept your, uh, your conspiracy theories. It was a great one. Uh, I think it was done tongue-in-cheek, but you can't really do these things, T and C, anymore, because someone will buy them. And it was the the body that they took out. Someone took a picture of Jeffrey Epstein's bodies. If you understand this better than me, dear listener, 0344 499 We're talking about the murdered billionaire paedophile Jeffrey Epstein. That Someone was able to take a picture of Jeffrey Epstein's, Jeffrey Epstein, in inverted commas, corpse being taken out of um, the prison. And they published it and they went, look, this doesn't really, it looks similar to Epstein, but the nose is, is wrong, the, 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 it just, it's not quite right. It looks more like, get this, Hillary Clinton's brother. Wow. Wow. Hillary Clinton's brother has, now I don't know if he died, is he already dead, or has he, like, not died yet? Anyway, some people are suggesting that Epstein has been whisked away somewhere, um, and it was actually Hillary Clinton's brother, who looks very similar to Jeffrey Epstein, that had been, let's just say, murdered, shall we, for argument's sake. Let's just say that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative with me, Ian Lee. The show that never does any topics every weeknight from ten on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, I'm looking very scruffy this evening. I'll tell you why. So I had the kids this weekend, and it's always a joy, but it's always exhausting because I'm an old man, and they're seven and nine, and they're nuts. What did we do? Oh, we went, um, what did we do? I don't remember what we did. On Sunday, we went swimming to, like, the local pool, but on today, I had them today, and we went to this, this thing just outside Windsor called Liquid Leisure. I've got, I've got flea bites on my arm. That tells you a lot, doesn't it? Uh, called Liquid Leisure, right? Uh, that my barber told me about. And I wish he hadn't told me, uh, uh, about it, cause flipping it, man. So it's in, I don't know if it's in a lake or a river. I, I don't, I can't really tell the difference between the two. I mean, it looked, I guess it kind of looked like, uh, a river, but who knows what was going on around the bed. I don't know. Anyway, it's irrelevant. They have UK Ninja Warrior is, um, is based there, UK Ninja Warrior, but we didn't go there for that. They have this huge inflatable that is, it's massive and it's all different sections and walkways and, uh, like bits you can climb and bits you slide down and, and, it, it, and it's, it's massive. And you can go there and you get 50 minute sessions. And when I was booking it online a couple of weeks ago, I booked it when we had the heat wave. Uh, you know, when it was like really, really hot and you just think, oh, it's always going to be this hot. I'll book, I'll book this because it will always be this hot. And of course, that didn't last very long. And 50 minute sessions, 0344, 499, 1000, by the way, on the show that has no topics. Um, and you sat at the computer and it's the hottest day of, of the last 50 years and you're thinking, well, 50 minutes, that's, uh, that's not long enough. I'll book two sessions. So I booked two sessions. It was quite expensive. And we got there today, me and the boys, 
and it wasn't quite as warm as it had been and we got the wetsuits and stuff and I did, you're supposed to pee in your wetsuit to warm it up. What I didn't know until I was told off is that you're supposed to wait until you get into the water to do that. Otherwise, anyway, it doesn't matter. So we got into the water and it was, it was cold and you know, I'm going to be honest. And it was so much fun. And we, and I'm not a strong swimmer, right? But you, you kind of, you've got life um, jackets on. But everyone should wear life jackets all the time. If you've never been in water with a life jacket, do it. It's incredible. You can't drown. I don't think. I don't take my word on that completely. Um, so we were doing this for 50 minutes, and at the end of it, I was so tired because you fall in and then you've got to pull yourself up, and then you've got to climb up these things. And also, there were people going, "Oh, what?" What kids do if they think they recognise me from the jungle but they're not totally sure is they go, from like a distance, they go, Ian! 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 Like that, right? And you sort of turn round and they're, they're giggling. And you go, yeah? Are you the bloke from the jungle? Yes, mate. And, and that, but this is Ian! Ian! Yeah? Are you the bloke from the jungle? Yeah, I'm the bloke from the jungle. All right, yeah, strawberries. Yeah, yeah, I was the strawberries guy. What was Amir Khan like? He was a bellend. Said that to an 11-year-old today. Um, and oh, you, but you've done worse than this in the jungle. I said, no, I failed at the swimming tasks because I hate swimming and I can't do it for a while. Anyway, so we did it. And we did it for 50 minutes. And it was... It was so much fun, and we laughed so much, and I was absolutely exhausted by the end of it. Just completely battered. And we had another session immediately after, right? There's a ten-minute break between them, and then you got back in it again. Um, liquid leisure is a lake. Come and water, water ski at TWSC near Reading, says Nix. No? Are you not listening to the story? I don't want to do any more of these things again, but thanks for the invitation, Nicky. Um, and I said to my youngest, I said, look, you don't really need me to go in again. You guys, you guys have got it. You're sorted. And, he, and my youngest went, I won't go in if you don't go in, daddy. Okay, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm coming in. And by the, the, the halfway through the second session, I was so exhausted. I was so exhausted that every time I fell in, and it did happen quite a lot, I couldn't get back out again. My youngest helped me a little bit and managed to, to pull me out. And then there was just one, I just couldn't get out. And a lifeguard, and I say lifeguard, I say lifeguard. This guy was like 17, 18 tops. Uh, oh no, it wasn't even a bloke, it was a, it was a girl. It was a 17 year old girl. Do you need a hand out, sir? <laughs> and I went, yeah, yeah, I do. And she had to, she had to pull me out. I couldn't get out. I could not get out. It was the most humiliating thing in my life. And I'm, and now I'm exhausted. I've got cramp in my left hand. My left hand keeps seizing up. I can't stand up straight. I dropped the boys off and then I went home and I slept for, I just went to bed and slept for two and a half hours. Just put my head down. Boom. I was gone. And then I woke up at about half six and I thought, I could, uh, if I put my head down again now, I'm out. I am out for the night. I'm never going to get to work 
It's game over. Uh, so I had to get up. Oh man, I'm so tired. And when I get back, I have to, uh, I have to make my bed because I think I might have fleas in the bed. Don't even ask. It's a long, stressful, complicated story that involved me falling out with my father-in-law even more than I've fallen out already. Uh, but I got, think I've got fleas. So I had to take off all the sheets and flea spray the beds. And they say, in the vets, they say, oh, you have to do the whole house. But I think it's just the beds. So I'm really taking a punt that I haven't got to do the whole house. But I'm just itchy. I've got bites on my arm. What is going on? How come we have, how come we've not eradicated the problem of fleas in 2019? This is like a, uh, like a Victorian thing or even like a 70s thing. You'd have someone who was a flea bag at school. Now, whether they actually have fleas or not, I don't know, but we would go around calling, um, let's be honest, we go around calling the poorer children flea bags. I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. But that's just what the 70s were like. They were not a fun time for anybody. Anyway, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to uh, give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome to. Um, why is someone sending me this? I'm getting sent so much weird stuff on Twitter at the moment. I have absolutely... Uh, no idea why. Man alive, I, what, wouldn't it be great if we could just, just switch off Twitter? If every, not just me, I, I can't put, I'm, I'm addicted to it. It's, you know, it's like, um, shoving gear up my nose or something. It's addictive. If they just went, you know what? This Twitter experiment we've been doing for the last, I don't know how long, how long has Twitter been going? 10 years? 12 years maybe? This Twitter experiment that we've been doing for the last 12 years. Uh, maybe it's time we kind of switched it off and we got rid of it. It, it. it hasn't worked. It's brought out the worst in everybody. Nobody's winning as a direct result of it, apart from racists. Uh, so I think we're just gonna, we're just gonna switch it off. I'd be up for that. 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already. Excuse me. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The show that never does topics, dear listener. Let's go to Jess. Good evening, Jess. Hi, yes. Hello, Jess. What you got for us tonight? Well, I was just listening, and the um, Liquid Leisure sounds amazing. Oh, it's insane, man. I'm, I'm not doing a plug for it. I, listen, I paid for my ticket out of my own pocket, and um, uh, but, but but apparently there are places like this all over the place now. It was incredible. But I, I can't lift my arms above my head. Well, I was wondering, can you, because I haven't got kids, can you go just as adults, or do you look weird? <laughs> I know what you mean. Uh, there is always that concern. No, there were loads of adults there that were just... Because uh, I heard about it from my hairdresser, who's a, w- a woman, and she'd gone with, like, a, uh, she's in, like, I guess, her mid to late 20s, and she'd yeah. gone with a load of her friends and stuff. And so, oh. no, there were groups of adults there. It was, um, it's not just kids. Oh, God, I might take the fella, then. Is it open all year round? Oh God, I'm doing an advert for you for it now. Well, I don't, I don't know. You'd have to have a, you, I, you'd have to go and have well, a look on their website. But um, they've got, they've also got there like the ninja, you know, Ninja Warrior. Yeah. 
Yeah. They've got like a ninja warrior course there that is about ten foot up in the air, and uh, uh, that didn't look like fun at all. There's, they had loads yeah. of different courses, um, uh, but yeah, there were loads of adults there, and it was. I tell you what's really nice, right? Is there were groups of adults there, and the, at the start you get like it wasn't that many people. I would say maybe. 40 people on it and it was big um yeah. and you get um like a pep talk at the start or you get the rules and you're kind of told look the kids have priority so if they're running ahead of you let them run uh, and if you see a kid in trouble then try and help them out so there were lots of adults you know seeing kids in the water and going do you need a hand and sometimes they oh. say no and sometimes they say yes and here's the great thing i don't know if you've ever done this jess if a kid is wearing a life jacket you can pull them up with one hand. It's the most amazing thing. You just grab the life jacket and pull them up. It's incredible. Yank them up on board. You can just yank oh, them up. That sounds brilliant. Go and do it, man. It's wicked. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jess. Let's go to Mark. Good evening, Mark. Oh, hello. Good evening, Ian. How are things? Good, thank you very much indeed. Don't forget, we don't do any topics on this show. I know you don't. We just chat. So I'm just going to be very random. Let's chat. Okay, let's chat. Um, things you like, things I quite like. Oh. Beach Boys. Beach Boys, like the Beach Boys. Beatles. Love the Beatles. I had a very nice experience about two months ago. Did you get blown by the two remaining Beatles? No. That would be wonderful. That, no, would, be, that would be heaven to me. Uh, are you going to do the Michael Caine joke? <laughs> what's the Michael Caine joke? You know the Michael Caine joke, the one where, where the, um, oh, what's her name, uh, Nisa Pallenberg, no, Marion Faithful is at a party and sort of uh, performing sort of oral sort of, um, huh? sort of satisfaction to sort of um sort of to jim morrison and then to um ray manzarek and then she moves over to to sort of satisfy oh, oh. mick jagger yeah. and then michael kane kicks sort of bashes comes in the room and shouts you only meant to blow the bloody doors off ladies and gentlemen thank you very much indeed that's uh, excellent stuff uh, mark well done congratulations yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old joke it's a great joke it's a great joke but um, it's actually, I had a nice, exp anyway, can I tell you about my nice experience? Um, yeah, go on. I was, um, I went, I live in North London, you kind of sort of know London a little bit, don't you? I know it a little bit, I, I mean, I lived uh, in uh, Muswell Hill for, uh, for years and years and years. Right, okay, well I'm a bit further north than you, and um, I got married in a hotel called the West Lodge Park Hotel. The Westboro Baptist Church. It's <laughs> not that one. <laughs> yeah. And um, I went there for a sort of evening tea with my, my son and my wife a few weeks ago, and uh, there was a sort of cocktail pianist, sort of like playing his, playing all the sort of the, the standards, all the plinky plinky stuff. Yes. And, uh, and it was just like really calm and really nice and really relaxing. And then suddenly, he starts playing Sail on Sailor. That's the Golden Ocean, obscure 19, mid, uh, yeah. 1974 yeah. Beach Boys single, yes. Yeah, and then he starts, after that, he starts playing Another Day by Paul McCartney, oh. you know, as a cocktail lounge pianist. Yeah. And I thought, wow, I really, you know, I really like this. So I went, I went to have a chat with him, and I started saying, oh, can you play the, the Girl from Ipanema, can you play all this sort of Joe Bim stuff, and I got talking to him, and he remembered me from my, my request when I was... I emailed him 17 years ago about songs that would possibly have him as playing for my wedding, but he didn't actually play. Yeah. But he kind of remembered me from the songs I was asking him. Anyway, he's a mega Beach Boys fan and starts off playing a version of Surf Surf and oh. singing it oh, to me. Oh, gosh. It was really amazing. Wow. And, uh, and then he said, oh, yeah, um, he's doing an, uh, he's actually in this sort of hotel up in North London. Uh, 
he's going to do uh, an Abbey Road tribute evening. He's going to play the whole Abbey Road album. Oh, don't. That, that, that I've just seen it online about an hour ago. I saw that the Abbey Road deluxe box set is now available for yeah. pre-order. That's 85 quid. I've just, uh, I've just oh, spaffed. I haven't got the money for that. Nor <laughs> have I at the moment, Mark, but I couldn't yeah. say no to it. Yes, actually, that, you remind me about something else you, a while ago you did. Yeah. You were playing songs in the medley in a different order. You had some sort of recording where these were... Oh, I had a rehearsal tape of them, but I, then yeah. it turned out that the, you lot couldn't hear, some of you couldn't hear the vocals, only, because right. it was split, the stereo was split. Some of you could hear the vocals, and some people couldn't hear right. uh, the vocals. Okay. So, um, but yeah, that was just on, um, hang on, is this it? Easy. You know how hard. Hang on. Hang on. There we go. Guess what Beatles song that is? Um, I need a bit more of it. Is it Polyphene Pam? How the hell did you know that? Just had the rhythm that could be Great. Oh, yeah, great. Great, yeah, that. The, um, yeah. The there we go. Beautiful. Sensational. Wow. There we go. Polythene I'm, I'm, gl I'm glad you praised the Beatles, because I felt that the Beatles are very underappreciated in this country. No, no, no. Really? I think so. I, I, I always say, like, the Beatles, oh, people go, oh, they're crap. And I think, no, who says you that you're hanging out with the wrong people? Everybody <laughs> loved the Beatles, and the people that don't love the Beatles don't have a soul. <laughs> they certainly don't have a rubber soul, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much <laughs> indeed, Mark. Thank you very much. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Got some good topics for you tonight, guys. Got some very good topics, and I want to get some phone calls on these, if at all possible, please. Uh, the f I need to know... 0344 499 1000. The funniest reason that you've been dumped. Maybe it was because your partner didn't like your haircut or they thought your ears were too big. Hey, I tried to get a guest on the show, right? An American comedian um, who's got a book coming out that looks quite good, right? And so I messaged him on Twitter and said, Hey, man, do you fancy coming on the UK, on a UK radio show? He said, Yeah, I'd love to. Here's my. Um, uh, here's the PR details. Send them an email, right? So I sent an email to this PR company who shall remain nameless. Hi, I host a late night show in the UK that celebrates life and art and humour and silliness on talk radio. That's not the, that's the name of the station, not a genre, because Americans think that that's a genre. I've seen Josh Gondelman has a book coming out in October, and I think my audience would really dig it. Is there any chance of getting him on one night? We go out weeknights from 10pm to 1am. Hi, Ian. Can you send me links to your website as well as previous episodes? And how much time do you typically need? Hi. Thank, this is me, right? Thanks for the reply. The website of the station is talkradio.co.uk. Um, and I sent uh, a link to Mike McCartney on, uh, on Friday. I'd love between 20 to 30 minutes with Josh, if possible. We go out weeknights between 10 a.m. and 1 a.m. UK time. Dates are pretty flexible. Replied. Thanks so much for the info. We have to pass for now. What? So I replied, normally you're supposed to leave it there, right? So I replied, no problem. May I ask why, for future reference? Their reply, 
There's no room in his schedule at the moment. Come on. Come I'm 46 years old. I've been in this business for 25 years, for crying out loud. I've obviously said something wrong in the email where you said, yeah, he'd be up for it. Can you give us more details? So my reply to that was, ah, right. Okay, that was it. <laughs> uh, funniest reason you've been dumped, 0344-499-1000. Here's a good one. What are you stockpiling for a no-deal Brexit? My friend Scott, it's stockpiling loads of stuff. 0344-499-1000. He told me, he says, I'm stockpiling paracetamol, loo roll, water purifying tablets. And this isn't even a joke. This is genuinely what he's doing. And he's a sensible guy. I trust Scott's opinion on these matters. And I'm thinking, well, maybe I should be doing something like this. I've got loads of pots of joy, but I think they go off. I'm stockpiling paracetamol, Luro, water purifying tablets, pasta, tinned food, strong flour and yeast. I don't know what strong flour is. Frozen vegetables, camping gas canisters and candles. Wow. That's some list. Are people really doing this? 0344-499-1000. What are you stockpiling for a no-deal Brexit? These are great topics. These are some of the best topics we have ever done on this show. The, the, the home of topics. And this is a nice little light-hearted one, because the other two are a little bit dour. What's the first song that you remember? Hmm? What's the first song that you remember? 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Uh, here's the thing. Don't tweet me. Don't, don't tweet me the answers. It's a phoning show. Okay? It's an absolute phoning show. Not a, a tweeting show. So I don't want your tweets. I mean, Texas, if, uh, it's a phoning show, guys. And these are great topics. It took me a long, long time to come up with these. So please. Please, give us a call on this. I'll be really disappointed if you don't, because it's, I spent all all weekend um, coming up with these three great topics for tonight's topic extravaganza. Uh, the funniest reason that you've been dumped, what are you stockpiling for a no-deal Brexit, and what's the first song that you remember? 0344 1000 I'm just going to wing it now, so we're just going to wait. For the phone calls to come in. Because these are great topics. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. There's a call, there's a call. Hello, caller, you're on the radio. They went. 
Wow. Wow. Okay. There's a call. There's a call. Hello, caller. You're on the wireless. Hello. Um, the first song I remember, I was three years old, and my sister had it on record. It was It's Getting Better by Mama Cass. Thanks very much for your call. That's a great call. It's a great call for a great topic. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've got a few minutes until the news. We'll just keep taking calls straight to her. This is going to be fun. I can feel um, uh, the vibe really starting to inflate. An inflatable vibe. Okay, John Boy is uh, tweeting me the song that he remembers. John, sorry, mate, I don't know if you remember. I said it's a phone-in show, not a tweeting show, so I'm not going to read out um, that, but that is an excellent song, by the way. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. There we go. Here they come. Here they come, baby. Line one, you're on the wireless. We're all going to the zoo tomorrow. Zoo tomorrow. Zoo tomorrow. We're all going to the zoo tomorrow. Dee 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 dee. How about you? You 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 can come too. Too too. We're going to the zoo. Well, you've remembered that wrong because the lyrics are Daddy's taking us to the zoo tomorrow, so you've got that wrong. But you've reminded me of the song that I remember. Um, um, It's the one about being on a train. What's this? The the um, that narrows it down to like five million songs. Um, uh, uh, You know it. Is that uh, uh, many miles away? You know, that's the song. Anyway, that's my story. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've got another couple of minutes. Let's take some calls straight to air on these wonderful topics. Funniest reason you've been dumped? What are you stockpiling for a No Deal Brexit? And what's the first song you remember? Great calls. Great call so far. Great call so far. Okay, I'm just going to ask you to just, um, we've got a minute until the, the news. I'm just going to ask you to speed up your, your dialing just a little bit, if you wouldn't mind, please. That would be very helpful. Thank you very much indeed. Just speed it up a little bit. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here they come. I wish and ye shall receive. Hello, Line One. You're live on Talk Radio. Hi, Ian. It's the new Seekers morning phone ride that you were thinking of. Okay, thank you. But what's... Right, okay, that's great. But what's the first song you, you remember? The first song I remember is Some Enchanted Evening. Thank you very much for your call. These are great calls. These are great... It's a great topic. Of course it is. Hello, Line Two. You're on the wireless. Okay. The song I remember. The firm Star Trekking is the first song you remember. Oh, let me take your loudspeaker. Yes. Is, so the, yeah. you're, you're telling yeah. me the first song you remember is the firm's Star Trekking. Yes. Never call me again. This is Talk Radio. 
The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative with me, Ian Lee. Catherine is off for the rest of this week. I'm off on Friday. Yeah, why? Wow, four day week. Four day week. Living the dream. Let's go to Joe. Good evening, Joe. Hi, Ian. How you doing, mate? I am on top of the world. Apart from yeah. having fleas and being physically exhausted, I'm great, Joe. What have you got for us? Yeah, you sounding good as well. Thank you, mate. Sounding really well. Thank you. Um, yeah, just um, you want about if. Have you been dumped? Is that one of your calling? Yeah, go on. Um, well, I feel like I've been dumped by by yourself oh. from Twitter. Oh God! What what what, you what, did, what did you me. what did, what did I do? Did I block you? Yeah. What did you say to me, Joe? <laughs> I've just been looking it up while I've been on hold. Yeah. Oh, you telling me you don't remember what you said to me? Okay. Go no, on. I had to look it up, but it was only, it was just something about Michael Jackson. Do you know when that um, documentary came out? Yeah. I just said. Uh, let him, let him rest or something like that. Read, like, oh, read out exactly oh. what you said to me, Joseph. Exactly. <laughs> scrolling down. Scrolling down. Scrolling down. Scrolling oh. down. Da, 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 one I'm going to be honest, I was getting a lot of, uh, my position on Jackson has shifted somewhat, but I was oh, getting, okay. yeah, I was getting a lot of, um, uh, kind of very, uh, is vir- virulent? Is that a word? Virulent? 
Why can't I say virulent? Anyway, very I know what you mean, yeah, yeah. virulent. Can't say it. <laughs> A lot of, lot of very angry uh, Jackson supporters. Bit of a coffee got there. A lot of angry Jackson supporters, and it got to a point where it, where it was just relentless. So I was just blocking, I just blocked everybody. But maybe, I want to hear the tweet, Joe. I want to hear that tweet in all its heavenly glory. All right. Well, there's a few of them. There's a few of them. Go on. The first one says, does it really matter if you did it or not? How does it affect your life now? Well, okay, well, it does, it does, it does, I think that's dismissive of, um, child sexual abuse and victims of child sexual abuse, of which I am one. So it does affect my life, but, yes. Yeah, but it did, yeah, didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. Okay, well, let's go, okay. Second one, but you'll never know for sure, the guy is brown bread. Have you seen the film Memento? I don't know what that was about. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good film, Memento, but I don't see the connection. Yeah. Okay, maybe no, maybe I, I didn't like the film Memento, and that's why I blocked you. Yeah. And the next one, maybe he did touch a few kids, but why does it matter so much? That's the he one. That's it, what I blocked you for. Oh, well, okay. Because it does matter. Maybe he touched a few kids, but why does it matter? Well, because... so much, so much. Like, oh, it was it was getting a lot of attention. Yeah. It was like all over the newspapers, all over the TV. I mean, it's horrendous what he did, if, if he did it. Yeah, I'm but, but then that's a very, all. that's a very, very dismissive, dare I say it, and listen, I'm going to unblock you, Joe, I'm saying that now, so oh, that, right, I'm right. going to unblock you, but that is, I can see why I blocked you for that. That is a very dismissive, and I'm going to say it, I would, arrogant, and I would say cruel, that's, I would say it's a cruel thing. If he did touch <laughs> a few quids, why, why does it matter, whatever? That's a cruel thing to say, because... Uh, listen, my, my abuse as a, as a kid was, was nothing, you know, I didn't get raped, uh, you know, as mm. g g compa compared to a lot of other people, it's, it's, it's not a lot. But I do know that we have a lot of people that listen to the show that have that have been raped as kids, that have had the worst kind of sexual abuse. And I, I, my co real concern, and I have stepped back a little bit from my 100% condemnation of Michael Jackson, I, 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 and I explained it a couple of weeks ago, why I was, I'd, I'd taken a big step back. But, um, uh, my biggest concern at the time was that a lot of people who have been victims of uh, child sexual abuse, their stories were being dismissed right. by some very pro-Jackson supporters. The, the, the two thing, things, Michael Jackson being one thing and other victims of sexual abuse, the two things were kind of getting conflated by a lot of people and I just felt that that was unnecessary. So that's why I blocked you, Joe. But give me your Twitter handle, please. Yeah, it's uh, Joe Bowers. J-O-B-O-W-E-R-S. Yep. Yeah. Two. Okay. Oh, who's Joe, who's Joe Bowers? One. Who's this scumbag? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Can I just read the last two? Just like, oh, God. Oh, there's more! Oh, no! Yeah. I bet the last one is, and you're a massive twat, Lee, and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> the last two are, I watched part of the documentary, and from what I saw, he definitely abused kids, and that is horrific, but it seems like a witch hunt on a dead guy, sometimes. The last one is, people who touch kids should be shot in an ideal world. I'm not defending them at all, but maybe we should focus our attention to people that are alive and doing it now. Yeah. I didn't mean to offend you. Okay, I probably blocked you at that point. I, t I recognise your face. Do have we met? No, we spoke before. But I rec I'm looking at your picture now. You're a good-looking guy. You're wearing a pair of headphones. But I recognise yeah. you. Well, we might have met. I used to live in London a while ago. Maybe I, maybe I'm, uh, maybe I just stalk everybody who uh, who I block. Uh, you're you're on block, man. Nice one. There but you you're, uh, you're sounding good, mate. You're sounding good. Joe, That's thank you very much. I'm, but, um, I'm glad we made. I'm glad we made peace. Nice one, mate. Thank nice you, one. man. If anyone else has been blocked by me, it's quite a few of you. Let's have a little look. There are, there are loads of you, actually. Um, um, 
how do I, I don't know how you work Twitter anymore. I now look at, um, look at Twitter the way that my mum would look at the TV remote control. It's like, well, uh, uh, privacy and safety blocked. Oh, it doesn't say, it doesn't say how many I've got blocked. Maybe it'll say it on my phone. Let's talk to David while I look on my phone and see how many I've blocked. Good evening, David. I'll stop piling shoes. Bye. Thanks very much for your call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. He's stockpiling shoes. Excellent contribution, Susan. I've got a film for you. I think you'll enjoy. It doesn't um, tell me how many people I've blocked. It used to give you a number. What's the point of this? Are you talking to me, or are you not talking to me? I'm talking. I'm. I'm talk. I'm carrying on the thought that I had before. Okay. You right. Find out. Right. I'm saying. Can we move on? No. I, I, just chill out, baby. Just chill out, baby. Just chill out, baby. You move on when I say we move on. When I say we're gonna move on. And right now, I wanna know how many goddamn SOBs I have blocked on Twitter. That's what have I'm. You? She's still talking. She's still talking. Don't realize the fader's down. They used to. It used to say you have blocked. Like 206, I, but I, I've blocked over 300 people, I'm pretty sure of it. And that's, and there are, there we go, she's just, uh, I've blocked a lot of people. Um, but if there's any way I could find out how many, that would be awesome. Okay, let's move on to, um, uh, Susan recommending a film that I'm never gonna watch. Away you go, Susan. Right, right. First of all, have you seen it? It's called The Imitation Game with Benedict Cumberpatch and Kieran Knightley starring in it. Uh, no, it's the film about, um, the guy that did the code-breaking thing. Yeah. Sounds boring. No. Yeah, it sounds boring. I'm not going to watch it. It's, no, What's I'll his tell name? you what. What's his it's name? fascinating. Uh, Turin. Alan Turin. Yeah, boring. Yeah, Alan Turin. Yeah, boring. Alan Boring, I call it's, him. No. Yes? I'll tell you what. Alan it's Boring. Absolute, it's totally fascinating. Well, to, to you it is, but to me it'll be boring. No, to so. everybody. No, not to, uh, not to, how arrogant. Not to everybody. I know the story well, because, I'm I'm not an idiot. because I'm not an idiot. Because I'm not an idiot, Susan. I know the Alan Turing story. I, know you're I don't not need an idiot. a Hollywood fictionalized account to tell me what should actually be British history. I know it. I don't want to watch a movie of it. At uh, the weekend, I watched a. At the, uh, the weekend, I watched my sixth shark movie in two weeks. It was called Deep Blue Sea. Now that is a movie. 1999. Great film. You watch Deep that. What's it about? It's about some intelligent sharks that kill Samuel L. Jackson. That was a spoiler. I didn't mean to do that. Is it, is it, is it, no, what's it really about? It's about, I I've literally it. just told you. It's about some intelligent it's... sharks that kill Samuel L. Jackson. Do they kill anybody else? Yeah, loads of people, but I'm not, um, Keith. I'm not going to spoil okay. it for everyone. All right. Okay. It's a great so film. Watched it with my boys. Great really? film. Loved it. It's, so it's children orientated as well. No, as it's an adult. It's an adult film. I show my kids adult films when they come this weekend. Well. It's Friday night, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. When uh, Saturday night is Driller Killer. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night is I Spit on Your Grave. With yeah, the Exorcist just, double bill. That's not funny, Ian. It's very funny. We played Five Nights at Freddy, by the way, on, on uh, VR on the PS4. There's a great, if anyone's played that, oh, it's a great game. Five Nights at Freddy's. I thoroughly recommend that. Susan. What, um, what was your first remembered song? I told you. I said it already. No. Yeah, Because I, I haven't only just, no. Yeah. 
You haven't. You've told me what film you were watching. No, you haven't I told, told me what your favourite song was. I told the listener. Which listener? The listener to this show. I told them if you'd been listening at about ten minutes <sighs> to eleven. Right. Okay. Forget that. Right. Can I forget talk what? to you about what you've just said? Because I missed it. Okay. Well, you you screwed up. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, okay? Some people can see how many people they've blocked on Twitter. I can't. Can I talk to you about Artin Senna, the Formula One no. racing driver no, who lost can't. his life at 34? No, you can't, because you were talking to James Whale about it two hours ago. Next, we don't, mm. we don't recycle topics. Right. What do you want to talk to, what do you want me to talk to you about? Um, how you say the word, the word goodbye? Oh, well, you know what to do, don't you? Just flick the switch. Pull the plug. It's your prerogative. Oh, well, you know what to do, don't you? Just flick the switch. Which I'm sure you'd like to do. <laughs> what would you like me to talk about? Au revoir. Gute Nacht. It's electric, it's eclectic, it's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Thank you to everybody who recommended I watched Deep Blue Sea. I think it was Ollie and then a few others kind of backed up. That's ah, some film. Six shark films I've seen in the past two weeks. Jaws. Jaws 2. Jaws 3, Jaws 4, um, Sharknado, and Deep Blue Sea, and my boys watch The Meg without me. So they've seen seven. What a world. What a world we live in. Good evening, Thomas! I just was calling up because I'm not a nurse, I'm not a smooth criminal. It's a Ian with the high heels on. He, he, he's got a beard and he wears a condom. No, I just wanted to say that, you know, I thought it was slightly offensive that you told me that I'm a smooth criminal. Dirty Diana, not the princess of Wales. Dirty Diana, not the princess of Wales. Because I'm not bad, not bad. You know, you know I'm not bad. I'm not bad, not bad. You know who's bad, not me. <laughs> not guilty on all counts. Come on. Okay, thanks very much for call. Everyone's telling me how I can see how many people are blocked. It, it, it's not working on my computer or my phone. It's not there. So everybody, I've got a Huawei. Maybe that's why. So everybody who's saying, is, is really a, I cannot see how many people I've blocked. And I would like, I would like that information because I blocked, I blocked a lot of people, man. Blocked a lot of people. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to uh, give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. Here we go. 
Um, where's the story? Where's the story gone? Where's this? Hang on a minute. Click a button. The internet here is um, really not very good at the moment. Here we go. Um, recently, we discovered that a num- worrying number of people aren't washing their underwear correctly. Well, I don't even know what that means. So I'm going to click on that story, first of all. Um, they're not washing their underwear correctly. So what if I click on that, I'm going to regret this because we're going to lose this page. Here we go. So how come you're not... How often do you wash your knickers, pants or boxers? Well, it turns out... Even if your answer is every day, you're probably still wearing dirty underwear and you didn't even know it. This is according to the hygiene doctor, Dr. Lisa Ackerley, who recently revealed the best practice when it comes to washing your undercrackers. I've never said the word undercrackers before in my life and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wishing I hadn't just said it twice then. The health expert explained that unless you set your washing machine to a certain temperature, it won't kill the bacteria on your pants. She added that because of this, you shouldn't put them into wash with other household items. I made a terrible mistake. My two of my favourite T-shirts, my uh, Tulane black top and my um, Angela Mao uh, Kung Fu T-shirt, I put them in with black jeans. Oh, jeez. I put them in with black jeans and I thought the black jeans had been washed enough so that it wouldn't... Um, it wouldn't, but it hadn't, and it's ruined them. It's not ruined them, but it, they, they've, they're, they're dirty now. Um, with knickers and pants, anything under 60 degrees won't kill the bacteria. Don't put the knickers in with tea towels on a low wash, because you might have fecal contamination in your knickers, and you wouldn't want that near your kitchen. Well... I got two young boys and three cats, so, you know, there's there's been, like, I have two litter trays for the cats. Even though they go outside to play, they will not go to the toilet outside. So I've got a litter tray down in the kitchen, which they've stopped using, and I have a litter tray upstairs, which seems to be the one they use all the time. It's outside my bedroom, and I've been woken up several times in the night by a foul-smelling... Catch it. I mean, there's no way around it. That's what it is. The smell has woken me up so much. Right? So, um... Oh, God. There's, there's some of these people who are nuts. Nuts people that, um, blocked. Thank you. Um, uh, and I've had a piece of, uh... Yes, Hello? I've always washed my knickers on a 60 degree and not put them with anything else. Thanks very much for your call, you dirty hussy. Um, I've had a lump of cat poo on my landing, like a dry one, but just on the landing for like a week. This is the filth I live in. This is the filth. And I only picked it up today because the cleaner was coming and I didn't want her to think I was dirty. Um, okay, right, so that's, so you've got to wash your, your pants on a 60. Okay, fine, right, good. That's great news. Anyway, back to this. Back to this story. Uh, jeez, this website is so badly constructed. It's so hard to get into. Oh, come on, man. Hang on a minute. Bear with me, guys. Bear with me. I'm, I'm trying to get past, um, a load of pop-ups. Here we go. 
recently we discovered a worrying number of people aren't washing their underwear correctly. All right, brilliant, great for you. And now, to make matters worse, we've just found out that there are plenty out there who don't put on a clean pair of underwear every day. Um, okay. I was about to say that's disgusting, but we've all done it. I mean, I do, I, uh, okay. According to new research, around half of people in the U.S. are America. It's slightly different rules over there. Uh, don't change their underwear daily. And a disturbing 13% of those they spoke to even confessed to wearing the same pair of knickers or pants for an entire week. Okay, it's possible. And I have done it, right? You can wear... You can get four days wear out of them and they and they st- them still be clean. And here's how. Um, it's to do with rotation. So first day, you can wear them normally. Second day, you turn them round. Third day, you turn them inside out and wear them front facing. Fourth day, you turn them inside out and wear them back to, back to front. And then if you needed to, you could go back to the original configuration on the fifth day because by then it will have cleaned itself. That's science. I've done that a few times, but I think probably in the jungle, I, in the jungle I wore uh, the same underwear. Because you were only allowed to take in, I think, how much underwear were you allowed to take in? Was it two pairs or four pairs? I think maybe... Uh, Maybe it was maybe it was four pairs you could take in, but you were there for. Oh Jesus! What is? Yes, what do you want? Uh, <laughs> Stop calling. We haven't got any calls, but I'm not that desperate. I think I took four pairs into the jungle, but I, I could be wrong on that. Men were found to be the worst for doing this, with the survey of 1,000 Americans showing that males are two and a half times more likely than women to wear the same pants for seven days or longer. Okay, okay, seven days is pushing it. That really is pushing it. That's an emergency situation. The research also revealed... Is this a thing? The research also revealed that people felt a strong sense of loyalty for their underwear, with 46% of participants admitting they'd owned the same underwear for a year or more. Huh? I don't think that's so strange, is it? In in an era where, um, what do they call it? Fast fashion, is that what they call it? Where, you know, people buy stuff and don't wear it, or they wear it once and throw it away. Uh, yeah, I, my underwear... I think I've still got some underwear that my mum bought for me when I was like a teenager. I think. I've, I've got a drawer that, I, yeah, I think so. I can't remember the last time I bought pants. I mean, probably this century, but I couldn't be any more specific than that. Oh god, no, more than a year old, of course. Um, Around 38%, here we go, around 38% also said they'd had their favourite underwear for so long and they couldn't remember when they bought it. Well, that's me, of course I can't remember when I bought it. I know I bought it from Marx's, and when Marx's eventually goes bust, which it will do, 
um, um, gonna have nowhere to get my pants from. All of my underwear, we can have this conversation, dear listener, Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. My socks and my boxes, well, I don't know if they're, I think they're boxes, not trunks. Trunks are when they cling to your leg, aren't they? And boxes are when you've got a bit of breathing room. They're all the same, they're all black. And I've kind of been thinking, maybe it's time to mix up the colour scheme a little bit. But I've never been... Uh, but black boxes, I think that's kind of cool, and maybe I'm going to stick with those. But the socks, black socks, I, I, I feel I need a new direction in my sock buying um, plan. But this behaviour goes against uh, this company's recommendations as they advise their customers to throw out old underwear and buy new pants every six months to a year. Let me guess, is it an underwear company that's done this survey? Yeah, it's an underwear maker. Jesus, come on. Are we that stupid? This is because underwear collects bacteria that can lead to nasty infections in the long run. Who's ever had an infection because their underwear is five years old? Oh, I got cockroach. How come? Doctor says it's because I'm wearing old pants. Wow, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Um, and as for bras, Marks and Spencer's bra fit expert spoke to a mirror online about when you need to get a new one. She said, in my opinion, a bra is at its best in its first year of being worn. Whoop de bloody do. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very very welcome. Unless your name is Susan. Three bites of the cherry. Three bites of the cherry. Come on. Double Bubble is frowned on here. Many people opt to have sex in the privacy of their own home. But every now and then a randy couple will sneak into a public loo on a night out. No. Susan, I just said don't call. I'm talking about colonoscopies. I've got some information for you. I'm not going for a colonoscopy anymore. I cancelled it. Well, you shouldn't. You ne- they need to have a look Shut around. Shut up. It's don't, tell me, don't tell me what to do with my ass. You must have it done. No, no don't you. When, when did you get your doctorate, Susan? Sorry? Hmm? When, when did you get I... your doctorate? You're telling me I should have a camera shoved when up my I bum. Are you some kind of weird I... pervert? When I had a colonoscopy, I don't. Myself, I'm not having a okay. colonoscopy, so I'm not interested in yours. Well, it's the only way that you. The only way what? Examine the inter- that you'll see the inside. I of don't want to see the inside of my intestines. Well, the doctor will to make sure because you messed yourself and you need to find out why. I, that was ages ago, and I'm fine. I know why. It was stress. But then thanks you- for your call. I look forward to speaking to you later in the week. Jeez. Here's the thing, here's the thing in this world, right? So I was going for a colonoscopy and now I'm not going for a colonoscopy. I've cancelled it. Oh, you should go for your colonoscopy. Oh, you've got to do it. No. Then people tweeting Kath, Kath, telly, and he's got to go for his colonoscopy. And she just went, it's up to him. But you can't do anything these days without someone going, 
Oh, no, you don't want to do it like that. You want to do it like this. I'll do it the way I want to do it. My stomach's issues have settled. I've worked out it was more likely stress. Um, and I'm okay now. And I don't want to have, I've had a colonoscopy years ago, right? It ain't nice. It's not the end of the world. It's, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's manageable, but it ain't nice. And I'm feeling fine now, and uh, I don't feel fine. I get the same symptoms when I get put in a stressful situation. So I've worked out it's stress. So I'm quite happy with that diagnosis. Had the blood test. It's not cancer. Um, so I don't really want a camera shove 16 centimetres up my jacksie when I pretty much know what's going on. I also don't want to waste NHS resources. So other people going, well, you should, you should go. Will you stop phoning me, Susan? That's the noise you make when you have a colonoscopy. So I'm not having it done. I'm not having it done. If it gets worse, I'll go back to the doctrine, but I'm fine. I'm not having it done. And you can't, you can't say online, I'm not, I don't think I even said it online. Maybe I did, but I certainly said it on the radio. I'm not going to go for the colonoscopy. Ooh, yeah, you, you probably, you don't want to cancel that. You got, dudes, I know my body, and you know what? At the moment, it's all right. Let's go to Sandy. Good evening, Sandy. Oh my! Oh. I thought you might need rescuing. What a what a ta- what a conversation to jump into, <laughs> hey? Isn't it? <laughs> I've not phoned before, but I saw all the poo and and, and you know. Um, I, I needed to underpants and I needed to jump in. Thank you. Let's <laughs> let's try and keep it above the waist for a little bit. This is the problem. I do I do get quite uh, lavatorial and Catherine. <laughs> um, well, I was going to say Catherine kind of saves the show from that, but actually she's worse. Mm. She's terrible. <laughs> disgusting, uh, disgusting human being, Catherine Boyle. I miss her terribly, terribly. Oh, I can't wait to see her laughing. next week. <laughs> she's having a great time on holiday, and I've seen pictures of, um, she's staying in Greece, right? And Greece is still quite a racist country. Um, I love Greece, but it's quite racist. And, um, she sent me pictures. There's a guy, like a children's entertainer, I think, running mm. around, like, the swimming pool, um, uh, with his face yellowed up, slitty eyes drawn on and like yeah. one of those you know the chinese sort of hats no. yeah and a guy doing oh doing that kind of kind of thing and she sent me video of it it's the most it's the most incredible <laughs> thing ever <laughs> but she's having a good time because she's a massive racist so it's that's why oh. she picked the resort <laughs> anyway sandy what can we do for you this evening well i i can't remember if it's the first song i remember okay but i had these cassette tapes that yeah. were amazing they were there were seven of them one for each day of the week yeah. and they were named after the rainbow oh and they they had this song on there about opening your eyes and staying awake and listening to like monday's tape um, oh. and they uh, and they, they had stories and songs and i loved them and and i'm i've I'm 44 now, and I've, I've been on this perpetual life journey trying to track down anybody that hasn't. <laughs> well, what were they called? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I, I used to read a lot. Um, well, it was before I was reading. My mum used to read to me, and then she got me these tapes, and then I wouldn't let her read to me anymore. Oh, oh, flipping heck. <laughs> and they were amazing. They had things like, um, do you remember my grandfather's clock? 
songs. Um, and the one about the keeper that went a shooting. I do remember the grandfather's yeah, all, clock. All sorts of fabulous songs like that. They were amazing. And, um, but they I, were. F- I'm tr- they were named after. They were named after colours. I think they were like rainbow cassettes. Yeah. But they were. They, one. There was days of the week. So. But you yeah, don't. I don't mm. I've googled. But, you know, you've got to be careful, haven't you? You know, you get all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm sort of typing in the, I think you're pretty safe with rainbows and days of the week. Although, who knows, at the moment, Sandy, you could find some terrible, um, terrible thing about glass coffee tables. You just don't know. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to Google with what you're saying, but, um, I can't find anything. Yeah, like children's rainbow days of the week tapes. I'm going to write children's rainbow days of the week cassettes. Let's put that in because cassette sounds, um, um, no, um, no, I can't see anything. (laughs) No, no. Well, well, there you (laughs) go. Here you go. This is why you, you're Sandy. I mocks you, think, saying, saying, well, you won't get anything bad typing that in. Well, I'm on YouTube. One, two, three, four, YouTube. five, six, seven, uh-huh. eight, nine, ten. It, the eleventh thing is called Extreme Duct Tape Challenge, and it's a, a woman, a, a very busty woman in a very tight catsuit, being duct taped to a chair in some kind of sexy game. So... Oh, God. Has she got red hair? No, she hasn't got red hair. Oh, thank God. It's not me, then. No, no, she hasn't got red hair. (laughs) So... And it's had over 10 million views. So... So there you go. You're you're absolutely right. You can't... (laughs) You can't type anything in these days without there being some form of sexual connotation to it. I I, I had an experience with uh, an ex-boyfriend who's... um, uh, uh, without sounding like a nerd, we used to do Roman reenactment, and they were looking to see if they could get edible dormice um, for a banquet. I know, I know. And but, but, they were online on my account looking. This a few years ago, maybe yeah, 12, oh, 14 years ago. Um, and his mate said, "Why don't you put in exotic meat?" And I said, "No." <laughs> oh no, no! Oh, just imagine. It really is. Uh, the internet yeah. is a cesspit <laughs> of. Um, things um well if anybody knows what back to poo again if anybody well okay well uh, okay pablo thank you. you yes you found us my grandfather's <laughs> clock that's not what we're looking for listen man uh if anyone knows these rainbow days of the week cassettes and if they're mm. online then let's mm. let's find them I mean, hang on a minute let me just have a little look on ebay That'll even though amazing. i'm banned from ebay um, do, you know, do you know the other thing from my childhood I remember? Yeah. Um, there was a film called The Mouse in Its Child. The what? Sorry, this, a, a gun went off in the background as you were oh, talking. Oh, sorry, it's my other half getting grumpy because I'm, I'm up. Is he t- was that him tapping on the window or something? <laughs> yes, he's banging on the door. What miserable git! Trying to get the dog in. Hang <laughs> on, it wasn't Rainbow Fairies, was it? No. No? Okay. No, there weren't any fairies. Okay. Uh, the the movie was um, The Mouse and His Child, and it was based on a book by a, guy, uh, a British guy called Russell Holborn. Yeah. And it had Peter Ustinov. Okay. As one of the voices. It was a cartoon. Yeah. And it was about a little clockwork mouse. Um, and it was a father with a little clockwork child, and it used to spin. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. it went on a journey. Um, oh, it, oh it, I, it traumatized me for life, this film. And it was one of these that you watched it, and it was it was all the way through. It was really traumatic, but at the end, it was quite happy. 
and it's worth it at the end. And they were they were on this path looking for for family and territory and like the path to self yes. And it was really deep. It was, oh, it was oh, horrific, absolutely horrific. And then uh, I got home one day. Um, I must have been in my thirties then. And my dad went, hey, look what I found on the internet. And he, he said, press play on the, the tape recorder. And I pressed play, and it was this bloody film. The music started, and I just burst into Oh, God, it was that traumatic. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I bet your dad was gutted. I bet he was thought he was going to make your day. Yeah, well, no, because afterwards I was like, oh, God, I can't believe you found it. That's amazing. And, and yeah, oh, it's lovely. No, it really is a... a in fact, the, um, the Royal Shakespeare Company... Um, yeah. did a, a show of it a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, well, listen, I'm going to make... Hang on a minute. Yeah, so, let me just, yeah. just put Pablo straight through. <laughs> put Pablo straight through, because Pablo's called up. Hang on a minute. Uh-oh. Pabs! I'll do. I'll do. What you got? Um, oh, not much. I was, I was going to talk about something else. About oh, the, I thought you'd thing. found <laughs> Sandy's tapes! No, I found Johnny Cash doing a cover version of it, but other than that... It's I, not the song! It's not the song. It's the, what? Oh god! It's not the song. We could, we could find my grandfather's clock anywhere. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that's that's it's beyond me. Would it be possible to maybe so. being put back on hold until a later time? It will be possible to be put back on hold. We'll call you back, Pablo. Thank you very much for having a look. It is appreciated. And Sandy, thank you for your call. We got Julie next. Then we got Pablo. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative. Weeknights from ten, with me Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine. Oh hey, the Larson effect. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. Let's go to Julie. Good evening, Julie. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Julie. What can we, uh, what can we do? What can we do? <laughs> Terrible way to start a phone conversation. What can we do, Julie? What can we do? What can I we do? I'm going to tell you my, my being dumped. Oh, go on then. You're sounding very muffled. What, are you in, have you fallen down a well or something? No, but it's a rubbish phone. Why is that? What, one day they're going to make a, a mobile phone that can actually make a decent phone call. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't it just? Magic. Anyway, go on, Julie. We can hear you well enough. Go on. Okay, so I was 13, and it was, uh, a boy asked me out, and then I had my first kiss with him. Yeah. And then he asked to meet me at McDonald's the following day, which I did, and then he said he didn't want to go out with me anymore because my boobs weren't big enough. Whoa, whoa! He was a tip man at 13. At 13, and I was probably, I don't know, maybe a B cup at that stage, and that was 36. Six years ago, and since then I've been dreaming of looking into him so I can go, head cut now, baby. Have a look <laughs> at these bad boys, huh? Look, you turn, look at what you could have won. <laughs> so wow. Here's the like thing, that. that's terrifying. That's, that's, if that's 30 odd years ago, um, when it could be argued that, that, that teenagers and very young teenagers were less influenced by porn than they are now. Yeah. I, I do worry about my, my boys and what they're going to be like and girls. Uh, these are dark days we're living in, Julie. They are. They really are dark days. They've got an 18 year old and a 16 year old. And it's a nightmare. Hey, yeah, yeah. My, oh, uh, I'm uh, sorry, go on. No, go on. I was, go on. Carry on. I was going to, I was going to say, I was going to share something and then I'm not, I've decided, look at me being all grown up. I'm not going to share it. No, well, no. I was going to share with you the first song that I can remember. Yeah, go on. Which, coincidentally, used to terrify me, um, and it was 
Um, I don't know why my parents thought of playing it to me over and over. It was Sparky's Magic Piano. Oh, man, that song was nuts. Did you have it on All Aboard? Um, yeah, I think it was on All Aboard, actually. All Aboard was an insane record that everybody around our age, and by that, Julie... I mean, old. Um, yeah. We, uh, we had, it, it had an amazing cover, and there were some great songs on there. There's a bit, little bit of Rolf Harris. Don't talk about that these days. Um, the Runaway Train, maybe something like that. Yeah, uh, but Sparky's Magic Piano was on there, and I have no idea. I was it like from a cartoon or something? I think there was a movie of it. I, I don't know, but it was kind of like, it was kind of like old. I think, I don't know, 40, 50, 50, Sparky. 50. Whoa, yeah, my piano can speak. Terrify me. That was, um, that was, you, you know I have to play it. Hang on, Sparky's oh. Magic Piano, 1950s. Uh, oh, it's a cartoon. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I can listen to it. <laughs> well, th I think we need to confront this. Oh, God. Um... It's, well, there's loads of different versions. Yeah, there's a, the Sparky's Magic Piano, and then there was another, I think there was another <laughs> follow-up. Um, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, what is this? But, you know, it's a, basically, it's a possessed piano, isn't it? Burn a, burn a, uh, lies and says it's him playing. There we go. This is apparently, oh, I don't know. Sparky was a little boy just about your age, uh, maybe a little older by now. He had been taking piano lessons for almost a whole year the, and the was already... Yes, ma'am. Was that all right, Miss Spear? Well, not too bad for the first week. But you need oh, more let's practice. get to the piano talking. And to be able to play like that. <sighs> that sure is good. <sighs> Here it comes. Here it comes. This is like uh, the end of a day in the life by uh, the Beatles. Sparky. Oh, there it is, Julie. Uh, who's that? Who's calling me? It is I, your piano. My piano? But, but you're talking. Yes, I can talk. Goodbye, thank you very much. No, 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 no. We don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Exactly. Yeah, goosebumply, you say. Hmm, thank you, Julie. Good evening, Jesse. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jesse. Tonight, I want to talk about something that you can probably relate to as well. Okay. Uh, how therapeutic cats are oh, when they've been through hell. They're the best, man. Forget your dogs. Yeah. Cats are the best. They are, aren't they? Yep. And my young cat is nine months. Is the funniest. His best friend's a dog upstairs. Yeah, oh, there you go. And they kiss each other oh. and everything. It's really cute. Dirty. Here's the thing, the whole thing about cats and dogs hating each other is a myth. That's like from Tom I and know. Jerry or something. It's a myth. They get on really, really well. Well, it's just them two that do. We just click. Yeah. So how, have, how has your cat, who's still a baby, how has your cat helped you? Well, I've called him, he's called Angel. Okay. After my wee girl. Yes memory and when they come and 
give you unconditional love. Yeah. I know the monkeys as well, but it's really sweet, isn't it? And yeah. The cuddles and the hugs. He's yeah. looking at me like, aren't I sweet? <laughs> They're the best. Cat, here's I the know, thing. Cats are, are the best, man. Forget they dogs. Are, definitely. Forget everything else. It, cats is where it's at, man. They are yeah. they are the best company, and they're also quite dismissive. And uh, yeah. and I know that when I get home tonight, then hopefully all three will be in. Sometimes Lucky stays out late uh, all weekend. She just kept oh, killing lucky. killing oh. mice. Just kept killing mice. And I was with the boys, I was going, she's got another one. And my youngest considers himself a little bit of an animal crusader, so he would go out and and chase the cat to get it oh. to drop the mice. And then he came running in screaming, going, Oh my God, the mice is still alive! It's still alive! I said, yeah, you've saved it, man. Oh, my young cat doesn't go out, because my last cat got nicked. Oh. And he's extra cute, so he's an indoor Well, this is another reason I get black cats, because no one wants to nick black cats. A, because they're the most beautiful cats in the world. B, because no one else wants to nick them. So, just just I just have little black moggies running around. Oh. Jesse, it's, it's always nice to be reminded how great cats are. There are some people that will never see it, and those people, uh, as far as I'm concerned, Jesse, are scumbags. Thank you for your call. 0344-499-1000. Pablo! Hey, hey, Pablo. Yes, mate, yes. I'm not How's stopping for a McDonald's on the way home tonight. I am not. No, although that's, that's a fair thing. If you're doing things after midnight, can you get a breakfast? Um, no, I don't think that, when does the breakfast starts at like five or something, doesn't it? Oh, After midnight, you just go and get, la last week I bought three burgers and a, and a chips in one setting. Now, luckily, unluckily, they forgot to give me the, the third burger, so I only had two, but still, it shows that I was, I was ready to dive in at the deep end. Three burgers and well, a large chips. You say this, actually, because there were two things, actually. One is a gripe, and the other is uh, a fortuitous event. Let's have it. But, uh, Give it to me, the baby. Gripe, the gripe is hamburger. Yeah. For McDonald's, you know, I could argue maybe cheeseburger, but hamburger would there be their default hamburger. Was it a hamburger sandwich. or a beef burger? I don't know the difference. I think ham I think they advertise it as hamburger, but... Um, but, yeah, but either way, their burger is supposed to be their, like, kind of default sandwich. But whenever I go in there to get a burger... And I order a hamburger. I always have to wait ages, and there's people getting quarter pounders, whatever things of bacon, and all sorts of You're things. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Because back in the day, they used to have it all kind of racked up, ready to go, and you go, "I'll have like a burger and fries," and they go, you'd have it in thirty seconds. But now I think they cook it um, when you order it. But um, go well, on. No, order. I think I think it's a bit of both. But I think they just work on the averages, and I think I'm in the minority of being a hamburger lover. I think everybody else is going for your cheeseburgers, your quadruple pounders, or whatever. Well, so you, you just get it. a plain burger for 99p? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you not get a barbecue signature? Well, I did do recently. I got one of those... Um, I, I like the way you're night. saying a cheeseburger, as though that's some kind of fancy continental <laughs> thing. We, we've had them for about 40 years. The fromage burger. Yes. Mm. No, it's uh, it's what they call it in France. Um, no, no, it's it's, it's just uh, it's um, alien to me. Although to bring my fortuitous moment in, I went in there the other day and ordered um, a meal. I was in a, in a caring capacity, so I was ordering food for me and for somebody else. Yes. I ordered the food for them, got a receipt, ordered my food, 
And um, whilst the guy was doing it, he, he, he seemed to get very confused. And he's like, oh, what, what did you want? Um, and I was like, oh, it was that without this. Oh, oh okay. Um, I'm not worried. What, what do I do? And he turned to somebody behind him and said, what do I do? He said, I'll oh, just, just put it through again. And so that whilst I'm waiting for the food, my, uh, my client's order comes through. I pick that up. Um, my order comes through. Um, I pick that up. And then all of a sudden, another order comes through. Oh. And I picked that up as well. I, I basically got my order twice. Um, because he hadn't cancelled the uh, the order he put through. So I ended up with like far too much food. Wow. Um, no, I'm happy for it. Um, so, you st- yeah. you st- so you stole, basically. That's a that's a great story. You stole. Well, no, no, because technically the way I would see it is that it was a, yeah. uh, a staffing error. The food had been created and made. And okay. it would go in the bin otherwise. So if anything, I was actually saving on goods. Maybe the staff get the food when that happens. Well, that's, that's no way to pay your staff. Well, no, they get money as well, but maybe that's a little Brucey bonus. Well, as I say, if, if the, if the uh, member of staff was punished in any way for, me, uh, for their own transgressions, then maybe that will teach them to be a better food server. Yeah. But secondly, I, I will take uh, umbrage with uh, the Ronald McDonald and uh, I'll, 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 I don't know, I'll... Ooh, Pablo, stop the clock. Stop the clock. Haley has found, uh, right, gets, was it Sandy? Get Sandy on the phone. Haley, we think, has found, um, the rainbow cassettes. Oh, that's good, because I heard the, uh, the sparky, the piano thing. I was familiar with that one. I know that one. Uh, and I was remembering the Flintstones Meet the Philharmonic Orchestra. I used to have that as a child Blimey. as well. But, uh, yeah, this other one is, is is new to me. Okay, well, I've never seen it. Go on, we've got 30 seconds. What was the other thing you wanted? Oh, uh, the other thing is, it just on the, the dumping thing, uh, when I was a younger man, about 18, uh, went out for my birthday um, with an older girl who was my girlfriend at the time. She wore a special coat for the evening, which she was going to get for Christmas, because my birthday is just before Christmas. Um, my friends had all bought me lots of drinks, and I ended up drinking them all, and while popping out for a, a constitutional... Uh, I was able to vomit all over her, top the top the tail, uh, in a brand new coat. I tried to do that thing where you put your hand over your mouth to stop yourself from being sick without realising that. I've never done it. Uh, I've, I've seen people put their hands over their mouths to stop themselves being sick. Never done it. I'm I'm a head down, arms out the way kind of guy. I know how to deal with a vomit. It's not putting a hand in front of you. Pablo, thank you. Sheila, stay there. Sandy, we're coming to you after the news. Big news. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead I'd take my chances I'd die for a living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman I've never spent much time in school, but I've taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for 
pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine. Here we go. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Sandy. Hello. So, um, uh, uh, I don't know what that means. Um, so <laughs> you were telling us about the these rainbow tape things that you had as a kid. Yeah. Right. Rainbow. Yeah. yeah. Haley. Haley's found them. No. Yeah. It's called Rainbow Week Children's Cassettes. <gasps> and they're in like a big sort of folder that yeah. opens up and they slot into these black plastic yeah, things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's found them on a Facebook page called Do You Remember the 70s, 80s and 90s? That's a lot of <laughs> decades to remember. That's a long time ago. Uh, it's a long, long time ago. <laughs> and um, then I've just looked and there's a set of them on eBay. <gasps> well, uh, they're twenty quid. That's not bad. Do you reckon that seems quite pricey to me? Um, here we go. So let's have a look. <laughs> so this is what you would have got. Um, although the con the Rainbow <laughs> Week is a collection of children's tapes, once for each, each day of the week. Although the content of each cassette is widely varied, this is from like the instructions that comes with it, each tape has a similar format. Side one contains a selection of songs and poems, while most of side two is taken up by a story. Um, okay. So Monday, you would have got the Little Red Wagon. These are grandmother's glasses. There was an old lady. A knight and a lady. Go and tell Aunt Rose. Oh, I don't remember that one. I must have been asleep at that point. Michael Finnegan. Oh, yeah. Rocker by Baby. Ba-ba Black Sheep. Oh, can't anymore. Yes, you can. An elephant goes like this. Incy Wincy Spider. This old man. What's for dinner? <laughs> the story of the three little pigs. The boy in the supper room. Under a stone. Said the first little chicken. An Archibald. Timeless. And then it's got... <laughs> um... The performers are Colin Hornsey, who's a junior school teacher, Patrick Newman, who's BA on Cert Ed Dipsock, Joan White, who's listed as Mum, oh. Tim Wright, hmm, head of music department, junior school, and produced by Mag Gardner, playgroup leader, with grateful thanks to their eight children and four grandchildren for enthusiastic help. <laughs> Seven cassettes and a cassette head cleaner with easy to follow instructions for use. Uh, is, 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 20 quid on eBay. Oh, so you want to type in <laughs> vintage, uh, you want to type in Rainbow TV Program Children's Cassette Box Set and you find it. Right, can do it right now. There you go, go and do it, man. And no, nobody else is allowed to bid. N- nobody else must put in a <laughs> sneaky bid. Let her buy it. And thank you, Hayley, for, um, researching that. She should, should have been producing yeah. the show, but she was searching around on the internet. But well done, Hayley. I hope oh, that helps, Sandy. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, 03444991000. Um, what does, uh, uh, what does, 
I don't, I don't even know what that means. Let's see, we can see the history of what, other, what people have said when they, um, I don't, I don't know what that means. So what, what I can do is I can just block them. There we go. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Let's go to Sheila. Hello. Hello, Sheila. Hello. Hello, mate. What you got for us, mate? Well, talking of like cassette stories, my yeah. my daughter was born in 1983, Wee. and she, <laughs> oh. and she loved. I don't know. She do you remember? Um, oh God, what was his name? Adam. The she. Well, it was a female version. She-Ra. She Ra. She Hang on, the female version of she. Well, no, hang on. Well, she Ra. I can't think of his name. He-Man was the f- male version of she What? <laughs> that was it, He-Man, yeah. Yeah. But my daughter, she was infatuated with uh, She-Ra. Yeah, Princess of Power. And I, yeah, Princess of Power. And, I co- and Spirit, her horse. I collected for her all the tapes. She had storybook tapes, all the tapes and all the books. And she was... She used to go around, she used to put a pink blanket around her, and I bought her a sword, and she used to f- go around, like, thinking she was She-Ra. Oh, flipping <laughs> it. There you go. Well, that's all right, isn't it? That's, that's a good, She-Ra's a good role model. Yeah, she, she absolutely loved her. And when I remind her now, because she, she's 36 now. Yeah. And she, she's like, oh, don't, don't, don't. Get her to dress up as She-Ra now, and go to the shops in that outfit. She had this green leotard that oh. she used to wear, oh. and a pink shirt, pink, pink blanket around her, and then, and she did. She had a sword, and she honestly, she was infatuated with her. But then, this is the joy of being a parent, right? Is that you store up all this stuff so that when they're a bit older, you embarrass them with it. No, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's about. Yeah, and talking of, you were talking about cats. Yes. Oh, uh, I, I had a pussy, my, Sorry. I had a pussy cat called Shandy. Okay, careful, yeah. And, no, Steady. no, Steady. I had a pussy cat called Shandy. Yeah. She was a, to- a, a, a tiny little tortoiseshell yes. cat. And in 2017, 27th of December, weirdly, just after Christmas, I had to have her put down. She's 20 years old. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Honestly, she... She was... She was like my child. Oh, don't. My girl's... My girl's 20 years old. (sighs) But she shows no signs of giving up. I'm sorry you had to do that. That's sad, isn't it? But you know the weird thing? She... She used to, like, go in her tray. She weren't an outside doors cat. She was uh, inside. She... Because I lived in tower block, so she she never went out. She used, when I did move to her house, she used to go in her tray and she'd bomb up the stairs at nineteen years old. Now, yeah, yeah, but yeah, and she, yeah, she, she just she did it again. Thanks for your call, Jesus. Some people, eh? I'll give you cheeky effer. Whispering weird kidnapper in the background. I'll give you a chief, cheeky effer in your face with my fist. Um, please don't swear. Um, uh, I was going to say something really profound then, and I've forgotten now because we had a potty mouth um, idiot in, in the background there, ruining what 
was otherwise a very sensitive, if slightly dull phone call. So instead, what was I going to say? Because I was Googling something while she was talking and, uh, I can't think, oh, I can't think what it was. What a world we live in. Let's go to Nick. Good evening, Nick. Good evening, Ian. All right? Well, I'm all right. What can I do for you? Another quick cat story. Here, Here we, we go. go. Here we go. We're in. Right. Uh, ex-girlfriend had nine cats. Yeah. They were always coming and going. And, uh, anyway, about mm. a month ago, I yeah. get a phone call. Don't know the number. It's the RSPCA. Yeah. We had them all chipped and we split up, you know, ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And, um, they, she changed her phone number, so I had to go round, you know, the cat. They found the cat, it got lost, and someone, you know, piece of guy or one of it. Anyway, so I went round and I explained, you know, anyway, I got the cat back, and uh, she said, oh, we'll have something to eat, so, yeah, stay for something to eat and stay for breakfast. Are you saying that, that a, a cat has brought you back together with your ex? No, only for one night. Oh, for a quick... So, oh. all right, so uh, the cat got you what? some sex? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why are you not going back there for more? Why are you not... Come on, go back and try and make this work, man. No, 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 no. Just wanted a quick cat, bunk up. Cats are cool, cats are cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian, I've got to say this, man. I've yeah. got to say it. Say it. You know what hypochondriac is? Um. Hmm? Why? Well, you get a lot of ailments, I think. Are you saying I'm a hypochondriac as well? Is that fatal? Can I die from that? Oh my god! I've got something else wrong with me! <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. Um, well... You used the, uh, computer bloke doctor, didn't you, to diagnose your thing. I don't know whether that's the way to go, but I'm not, you know, you can mm. carry on, feel like you feel, but... Well, I, well, here's the thing, my symptoms are real, I've been, I've been ill, I was ill. Yeah, of course, of course they are, but a lot of it's in your head. Um, well, no, it was in my stomach. No, I know, I know, it's stressed in that, it's things, but... Anyway, you, you, you do go through the mill, you have accidents and stuff. I have a lot of accidents. Yeah. I'm very accident prone, but t trust me, Nicholas. I say to my mum when she falls over in the garden, take your time. <laughs> Mind how you go. I'm Sorry. not in my, I'm not in my 80s. No, well, I'm 55, you're 46, and you're acting like you're 65, well, man. I've, I listen, maybe I've, maybe I've just <laughs> led a very stressful, Life. I've, yeah, I've, yeah. I've pushed a, I've squeezed a lot into this, into this life. I've lived. I know, mate. I know, mate. So is 90% of this country, I think. Exactly. But I've, I've, well, obviously, I've, I have done more than 90% of this country. I've suffered more than 90% of this country, God damn it! And, and I'm still the here to tell the tale. The what, what? The violin's out for you, mate. I'm gonna get the violin out, I'm gonna shove it up your ass. And then I'm gonna shove it in the tiny hole in your penis. So I'm going to do hypochondriac, hypochondriac, dig God. I can feel a headache coming on. This is talk radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio. Oh yeah, we were doing this story and then we got distracted. I think by Susan phoning in. 
all the flipping time. Dear God, we tend not to, uh, do double bubble on this, which means if, if you've called in once, and, and give it a try next day or maybe in a couple of days time, and occasionally we break that rule with something like Sandy with Haley finding those tapes. That was a perfect reason to get her back on, but, uh, or maybe you have something, you know, you say something in the first hour and then, you, uh, you, I don't know what the most important thing would be that you would have to phone up a, a half an hour later and say, but, but, uh, 0344 499 1000. Now, this is a story we're doing. Many people opt to have sex in the privacy of their own home. Many people opt to have sex in the privacy of their own home. I've never, here's the thing, I've never done it outside. I'm always quite, I'm quite conventional when it comes to locations for intercourse. But part of me is thinking, I can't go my whole, I don't want to get too graphic, I don't want to get graphic, don't, don't panic. Part of me is thinking, maybe there is something in this doing it outside luck. Maybe it's never appealed to me before, but a lot of people do it. Apparently, maybe there's something, maybe there's something in it. So I'm, I'm thinking, I might go for it. I might go for it. If you have any experience, I'm not like dogging. I don't want, you know, I don't want someone putting a boob in one window and a willy in the other window. I don't want that. I'm not interested in that, you know, because I imagine that the people, I don't know, I just imagine, and if I, if you're a dogger, and I, 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 maybe dogging's a myth, because I've, like, parked in laybys late at night, just to have, like, a, you know, a coffee or something, or a little snooze or something, and I have never seen any shenanigans going on. So, uh, part of me thinks that dogging is actually a myth, and it doesn't really happen, right? If you prove me wrong, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. But also, I kind of have an image that the people that do go dogging, uh, you know, they're not they're not going to be very clean. That's <laughs> what I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But I, I do think that dogging is 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 the great myth of the 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 twentieth and twenty first century. I don't think. Because I do a lot of driving. I do a lot of driving at night. I've been in laybys. I've been in, uh... Is this, is it? Uh, Susan, hey. could, could you stop phoning my radio show, please? Go in the car and get her on the dashboard. Bye. I, I have no idea what that means. Absolutely no idea what that means. Stop phoning my radio shop. Phone it on Wednesday or Thursday. You've had more than enough. And your call, uh, calls aren't very interesting. Let's go to uh, Mary. Good evening, Mary. Hi. Are, are, um, are you a dogger? Uh, <laughs> no, I love dogs. Okay, 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 okay. But you've okay. I just thought that's what you were calling him for. I do apologise. Go on. What have you got for? Oh, you're thinking about it now, though, aren't you? Oh, no. Okay. It's not. It's not my thing. Not your thing. Okay. <laughs> but has someone ever asked you to do it? Um, I have done it outside, and I and I have to say, uh, not in the car. But in the woods, and I found it rather exciting. Did you? And it was, it was a husband. Okay, was it your husband? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's something. Did you have a blanket? 
No, we were totally unprepared. Oh. <laughs> oh, look at this, he's bringing back some fun. And did you only do it once, or was it a couple of times? Um, no, I only did it once. Okay. Um... Yeah. Because I never I have, never. right? I never have. And I'm, as I approach 50, I kind of think, well, I've got to give it a go. I, 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 I think you should. I think you have to. Um, you have to. Actually, you're coming down to Brighton soon. Yes. I, think I can tell you a very quiet, secretive spot where you can try it out. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, Mary, not quite so contrary. Incredible, uh, incredible scenes. Okay, you know a little hollow that I can, um, I can come in. Okay, fine, great. Well, but send us a grid, uh, grid reference. But that's not what you called in for, is it? Um, no, I called in to ask. I know that you're coming to Brighton. Yes. And I want to come and see the show. Yes. And I know, I believe it's the 4th of November, uh, or is it the 8th? It's something like that. Let me have a little look at ianlee.com slash event, ianlee.com slash event. We've got Bath on the 7th, we've got London on the 14th, and we have got the rabbit hole Saturday the 9th of November in Brighton. 9th of November. And do you have, have the telephone number of the pub... It, is it a pub? It's the Caroline of Brunswick. I can't go online. So, do you have the number handy? I'm going to I'm going to get you the number. Thank this you. very very second. Why can't you go online? You've you've done it outside and everything. <laughs> what's, what's... I've got more interest in sex than I have in computers. <laughs> hey, Mary's coming to the show after the show. You're going to take me to this location, just so I know it for future reference. Um, <laughs> Where's the, right, have you got a pen and paper? Yeah, I'm fat ready. Oh, one, two, seven, three. Oh, one, two, seven, three, yeah. Six, two, double, four. Six, two, double, four. Three, four. Three, four. And, um, um, I have a lot of friends, so... Oh, um, bring them. I'll ring, I'll ring up the, um, Caroline of Brunswick and see if they've got any tickets. Can you tell me what prices the tickets are, roughly? <laughs> oh, they're 14 pounds, but, and it's a small venue, it only holds about 60 people, so, but I think they've still got quite a few tickets left, because they only went on sale recently. But, you get a two hour show, and then yeah. afterwards, Mary, Kath and I stick around, and we shake hands, and if you want to have pictures taken and stuff, we do all of that. So you get a whole evening's entertainment, and then you get to take me to the woods, and uh, <laughs> show me a nice little area for a bunk up. <laughs> How's about that, you mucky pup? Oh, it sounds rather exciting. I'll definitely be at the show. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, I look forward to seeing you then. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. There we go. You see, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Um. Oh my God, Lucy says, Ian, don't worry about your cat being 20. My black cat lived till she was 25. And slept away in my arms a few months ago. If we give them a calm, stress-free life, I think they can go on relatively healthy for a long time. Ay, ay, ay. Well, Velvet is April, May, June, July, August. She's nearly 20, she's 20 years, five months. 
Uh, she's as thin as a rake. She's got like thyroid problem, but I decided to stop giving her tablets because it was kind of stressful me giving her the tablets and she seems fine. She's in perfect health condition. She's very bony, completely deaf actually. She can't hear a word you're saying and I'm wondering if that's deafness or earwax or all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I think she's going to be, um, I think she's going to be around for a while, man. I think she's going to be around for a while. Um, 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. Oh, can I do this story? Please let me do this this story now. Oh, this is what I was going to say. We were talking to Sandy about her cassettes and things. I remember I had this, and I was obsessed with this, and I've just found it online. Hang on, let me just play a minute of this. Here we go. This is the story of the search for Spock. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the communicator beep like this. I used to love this. Let's begin now. Space, the final frontier. These are the continuing voyages of the Starship Enterprise. After his battle with the criminal Khan, Admiral James Kirk and his crew brought the battle-scarred USS Enterprise back to Earth for repairs. Captain's personal log. We're nearly home, yet I'm uneasy. The ship feels empty since the death of my friend, Mr. Spock. And ship surgeon McCoy has been acting strangely. At times, he seems to believe that he is Spock. An alarm rang. I was obsessed with that as a kid. Imagine. Flipping it. The old days were, were, um, were generally rubbish for kids. People look back with nostalgia and fondness. Um, but the old days... No! They were crap. Te- telly stopped at about four o'clock in the afternoon for a couple of hours. There was no telly. Just stopped. Many people opt to have sex in the privacy of their own home. Um, but every now and then, a randy couple will sneak into a public loo on a night out. I don't think so. I think this is, this is to stop, um, this is to stop cottaging, isn't it? This isn't like heterosexual couple. No heterosexual couple has ever gone in a public toilet for sex, have they? Have they? No. But one town isn't taking any chances when it comes to residents conducting inappropriate sexual activity in their toilets. So have come up with a rather interesting way to deter it from happening in the future. According to Wales Online... Port Call Town Council have submitted plans to the local authority to replace Griffin Park facilities with new £170,000 lose. Um, and not only will the posh toilet self-clean, they'll also feature some pretty severe-sounding features to limit antisocial behaviour. The planning documents detail a range of deterrent... Deterrent? Deterrent deterrent measures, including weight-sensitive floors to make sure only one user is in a cubicle at a time, well, that's sizest, as well as sensors that detect violent movements. I've done violent movements in the toilet before. When the sensors are triggered... Oh, no. Come on. How big a problem is this, that they're installing this? When the sensors are triggered... The cubicle's inhabitants will be doused with fine jets of water. The doors will automatically open and a high-pitched alarm will sound. No. This has got to be for cottaging. Uh, 
um, if that, if all that weren't enough, if all that weren't enough, the loos will have a restricted time entry. With an audible warning combined with the lights and heating being switched off. They also intend to use graffiti resistant materials on the walls and flooring. Um, oh jeez. Oh jeez, I mean, the cat, uh, man alive. People will have to pay to use the new toilets, but the town council has yet to decide how much they would charge. My God. My God, Miss Jones. Sloop John B, stay there. I'll come to you in a second. This is Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross-parents. Um, cross-dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross-rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Last half hour of the show before Paul Ross at one. Let's go to Sloop. John B. Good evening, Sloop. God damn. Ely is making my nose bleed. Hi, and sorry, I just want to do a voice drop there. Okay. That was, I don't know what a voice drop is, and I don't know what... No, that... you had the, the, just now, you had the bit where Pablo was going to have got a very poor internet connection. You know, you used the advert. Oh, yeah. I was figuring Denny will have to be making a new one in Come his on. in his office soon, and I thought maybe Come if on. I do that, he'll hear it and Mate, go, oh. We're, we're playing the same trailers and jingles that we played when I joined this station over three years ago. They well, ain't going to make us Catherine. any new ones. They're not going to make us any new ones. But, but they, if they were here, this is a good one for Catherine. Catherine Boyle is in the house. Somebody call security. How about that? Well, again, they ain't going to make any new trailers. Uh, they don't care right. about us. We just cast adrift on memory bliss. What was that? Oh, that was uh, that's um, PM Dawn. Cast adrift on memory bliss. But uh, it's something embarrassing happened to me today. Remember last time I called you about the chip shop thing? That young lad being embarrassed. Yes. Well, something happened to me, and it's going to lead to a question I want to ask you. I, I, I will find out what that song is. You can keep playing it. I don't know yet, but I will. I was walking to work. And I was listening to a song by the dilated people. It's called Clockwork. It's a floor filler, right? Okay. And there was a bit where it's got some really good scratching. You know, like DJ scratching? Wacka, wacka, wacka. Yeah. Wacka, wacka, wacka. Yeah. So anyway, I'm walking along. I think I'm going to have a scratch. I'm literally going to do some air scratching right now. It's getting very animated. Yes, man. I look up and there's a car full of girls laughing. And, uh, it's, it's, it's you know, well, years ago. Who cares? Got... Screw them. Well, no, yeah, not screw them. Who cares? Their problem. Deal with it. That's it. That's it. But it was. But it was. But it also was making me think about like what. What. What makes you must play air guitar. I know you're not a hip hop head, but what about? What's the song that you just can't? You have to do it. You know, like when you hear it, it must be like a early beat I'm voice. More, or something. I'm more. Um, I'm more of an air drums kind of guy. I was playing the drums. Oh, I tell you what, I was playing today, right? Go on. Um, this. Uh, I was playing this, and I was playing the drums in the car. Hang on a second. I bought this album. It's not a very good album. It's an album of Paul McCartney covers, right? Okay. C- came out ages ago, but I got it cheap when I was in, in Italy. And um, uh, all the covers are just like exact copies of the of the Paul McCartney original version. So it seems stupid. Yeah. Right. But anyway, this this De- Def Leppard doing Helen Wheels. My God. <laughs> I was trying to keep it um, authentic, because, so I was only doing one one arm drumming, because the drum was well, only got one arm, isn't it? 
Your, our mutual friend, John Montagna, does that in a video. He's talking about Beatles doing an epic fill on the song Something. Yeah. And he can't help himself, and he even does the silly face where he bites the bottom lip and does the one arm sort of drumming thing. So, like... the words to it but i was um i was enjoying that i love a bit of I, good air drumming it's a good yeah it's got to be done listen um i listen i have been a bit regular calling you guys recently so i will ease back when i have the name of the song and everything i will be back you mean but, the name of this song yeah shazam failed me man it yeah. wouldn't it, it sent me to a house song which is like no but okay. i will get there okay mate good luck to I will, I, i've, I I've been going do. through loads of like youtube videos i have to go through all the old songs i, I was I, loads of them i've forgotten do you remember sorry with uh, Ronnie, what's his name, Ronnie Corbett and they, all that sort Haven't of stuff. they brought, just brought Sorry back? They've, like, remade it, no. I think. They've done a, a, I don't know what you'd call it, a reboot or a remake. I think they've done it with, um, uh, a, a, a woman. And apparently it's really good. It got re really good reviews. Really? Yeah. Unless oh, I, I was well, falling for, like, a, an internet joke, which is very, very easy to convince me that something's real when it's not. I, you know, I believe it, anything. It, it, it happens, man. But listen, I've got a recommendation for the Beatles fans out there. Okay. That's okay. Is it the, so, uh, is it the album Rubber Soul? It's a great record. It, no, 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 that is a great album. No, it's a, he's a YouTuber. He's called Mean Mr. Mayo. Yeah. And he, and he's like, he sits in this room and it's just, it's packed from floor to ceiling with just Beatles stuff. He has a big Ringo Starr cut out in the background, right? Yeah. And he just buys loads of Beatles stuff and talks about it. And I've had a really good chat with him. He knows his stuff. And you recommended me that podcast, which I think Dave recommended you, the Nothing Is Real. Yes, yes. And and I was just going to say to anyone, if you go, if you want to really see someone who knows their stuff and is absolutely brilliant to talk to, he can answer all your questions and stuff, mean Mr. Mayo. Sloop, I can answer everyone's questions. How can he not know what this bit of music is? I mean, imagine. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Lee. Good evening, Lee. Hello, are you? Hello, Lee. What you got for us? Well, um, I've been promising myself I was going to call you for many years. Oh. And I always bottle it. And yeah. tonight, I've decided that I'm actually going to make the call. Hey, nice so, one, man. When are you going to make the call? And I'm going to make it right now. Yes. I've got something important to say. This is it. Let's I have will. it. Well done. Well done. Thank you well, for listening to years. Bit, it's kind of... It's, today's a really important day for me because it's been five years since I last had a drink. Oh, um, congratulations. Yeah, you know, I'm really pleased with myself. So, um, that's really important to me. Yeah, it's, thought, a huge, it's, a huge, it's an important thing to you and it's important to society as well because you'll be an inspiration for other people who are struggling and also you'll be causing um, significantly less um, uh, damage than you were five years and a day ago. So congratulations. Yeah, you know, thanks a lot. It's really important. I've got kids and stuff, so, you know, uh, it really matters if you know what I mean. It's better, isn't it? It's everything's better. Yeah, absolutely, everything's better. And the other thing was, you were talking about doing it outside. Yeah, And okay. I thought, I've got to call now, because when I was about 20, yeah. um, I, was, I was with my girlfriend at the time, we were at university, and we were at Bradford University, so we went for a walk on Elkley Moor. And then uh, what we did was, we, when we got there, we decided that we were going to um, try a bit of the outside activity. Yes, okay, so, beautiful. This is, it's the middle of Elkley Moor, there's nobody around for miles. Yeah. So we just, we were on a hill, 
So we got down to it, and after about after about two minutes, two hikers walked Oy. straight over the hill, twenty foot away from where we were. Oh man! Two young girls. They were about twenty odd or something. Yeah. Now, and I just looked up, and they were right there. Now, did this <laughs> because some people would find that off-putting, some people <laughs> would find that inspiring. Which side of the camp did you fall? Do you know what happened was, I, as soon as I saw them, I did the natural reaction. I just leapt right off. Yeah. And it was kind of, you know... Um, leapt off? Yeah, you just kind of... I, I sort of leapt off and um, I don't know how to describe it, really. Tried to put it away, you know? Yep, and, yep, you no, know, that's good. The girlfriend sort of um, got up quick and... And then I just said, um, good afternoon. <laughs> and so did you just pretend, it sounds like, because the, the, the closest I've got to that, the closest equivalent I've got, Lee, is having my Walkman on and singing really, really loudly because there's no one there. Then I turn around a corner and there are some people there, right? And you right. either have to pretend that you, you just have to stop and pretend that you weren't doing anything or you just have to think, sod it, and just turn up the volume a bit more. Yeah, it, it just felt as if like, you know, there was nothing I, I could really do. You know, what can you say in that situation? They didn't say anything. So, so I just stopped. Okay. And then when they left... Yeah. Oh, when they left... <laughs> you, you picked up where you left off? No, we didn't. Do you know what we did, right? Yeah, we went, we went for a little walk, and when it came to, like, a woodland area, we did leave... Uh, we did carry on, yeah. Good and then after that point, we yeah. went to, like... Um, a couple of different places and did a bit more in oh. other, you know, on other days out. Oh, so, so it became... We don't do it anymore, we're a lot older now. It, it, it became time. a thing for you? I wouldn't say it was a thing, I'd just say that it became something which we knew that we kind of enjoyed and okay. then did it a few more times. Okay. I'm not convinced yeah, I'm going to enjoy it, yeah. but I want to... I'm, I'm just thinking, come on, man, I, I've always been sort of dead against it. Let's give it a go! Why would you be against it? it I'm, <laughs> I'm quite... Um, I think, you know, I think you should do it in, in bed. <laughs> I think you should do it in bed no, in the bedroom. I know, I know what you're saying, but there's just some, you know, give it a try. There's something really exhilarating about it. Okay, you know? all right. I'm listening, I'm not against experimentation, dressing up, or, uh, equipment, all of that stuff is great, right? But I just, I just, for me, it's like the bed. The bed is where it should be. But okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. The night time, I'm guessing, is better. <laughs> Is it? You're the well, expert. I'm not. <laughs> it was the daytime. It was Oakley Moor, so we weren't going to go there at night time. It was in the daytime. Okay. All right. All right. Nice so I wasn't going to do that. This I'll reminds be, me. I'll one be more thinking thing. of you when I do it. One more thing. I had a friend when I was younger, and he was uh, doing it with himself. He was pleasuring himself in his bedroom, and he had a, he had a magazine, oh. which these days would be uh, quite quaint, I think. Yeah. And his. His mum just opened the bedroom door and walked in, and he was in mid. Yep. Um, I've, I've, I've mid been there. I've been there. And and she <laughs> and she just said, "Doing your homework, then," and just closed the door and walked out. <laughs> Lee, thank you very much indeed. I've been there, mum. Um, uh, coming in anyway. These things, some things are uh, not for not meant for broadcast. I think I probably have broadcast that before. Lee, congratulations on your five years, brother. Well done. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
1000 is the phone number. On my, on my switchboard is a caller who's called several times this evening. Let me just say, she ain't getting on the show tonight or tomorrow. Call back Wednesday. Thank you, caller. Ah, dear. 0344 is the uh, telephone number. Um, people who use emojis in text messages have more sex and go on more dates than those who don't. Study claims. Okay. Um, using emojis in text messages can enhance the odds of relationship and sexual success. A scientific study has found. A scientific study. Science. Researchers at the Kinsey Institute conducted two separate studies on the graphic icons to see the impact they had on people's lives. They surveyed more than 5,000 participants for the annual Singles in America paper, then followed up with a second analysis of 275 adults. Together, they showed a direct correlation between emojis and sex. Specifically, that those... Jesus. I hate life. I hate people. I hate technology. I hate everything to do with this world. Specifically, that those who punctuate their messages with the images are more likely to have second dates, kiss their suitors, and have a higher number of sexual partners. They mean of. And people who write this online crap, clickbait are idiots. Modern relationship seekers must master faster. Sorry. Modern relationship seekers must master faster and shorter methods of communicating self-disclosure and effect. That doesn't make sense. Modern relationship, se- relationship seekers must master faster and shorter methods of communicating self-disclosure disclosure and effect. I don't even know what these words... I don't even know what these words are saying. Let's go to Sheila, and maybe we'll come back to that story. Good evening, Sheila. Hello. Hello, Sheila. Um, I'm signing up to make a complaint. Okay, yes. Um, I'm trying to remember the Monty Python sketch, but I can't, so we'll just take it straight. Go on. Okay, against the Trade Description Act. So I have two um, late-night alternative membership cards. Okay. Number 11, which I was very excited to get. Very, very exciting. And then number 626, which is less exciting. Yes. Um, But both of them, although one is misspelled, say fake Sheila. Well. However, when I ring up these days... I'm no longer fake Sheila. Jane, can you add fake Sheila to the thing? Yeah, actually, that's all I wanted. I thought I'd have to work a bit harder at no, it. It's done. It's done. Simple. You you got us there. I, listen, oh, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to. I don't want to be taken to court, <laughs> Sheila. I don't, fake Sheila. I don't want to be taken to court. I don't want to. I don't want a prison sentence. I don't want to. I don't want any. I don't want any bad vibes. Fake it was Sheila's your fault. Back. It was your fault. What? What do you mean? That I changed my name because I said I phoned him one day and I said, "Oh, I've just been an idiot on this show. Like there's things I've said and I wish I'd not said." And you gave me a new identity, so what? you called me Sumatra or something from a computer oh, game. Oh, Symmetra. Yeah. Something. And um, so then the next time you were off, I phoned up. Why and- the hell have you got two membership cards? Oh, you caught me. You should not have two memberships, <laughs> particularly if you're a number 11, if you're a double digital. No, I'm a double digital because I phoned up and I wanted that card. So okay. I, all, I told you at the time, I waited all weekend to phone up and ask for that card. Yeah. And then 11 is my, my lucky number. So I kind of tried my best to time it. Yeah. And then number 11 went to somebody else. Oh. 
and then he said something or did something and you revoked the card. Okay, gosh. So I would have been 12 and I got number 11. So what, a, what, a complicated, what a complicated system However, back then, in the day. However, then I bought a T-shirt, so I've got okay. number well, you know, you know there are platinum <laughs> cards coming out soon. Yeah, I know. Platinum cards, you've got to buy, you've just got to be one of the first 100 people to buy mine and Catherine's seven-inch single. That's it. But when is, but are you going to tell us when it's out or? No, I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it a secret. Of course, the book is coming out first. The book is hopefully going to, hopefully, uh, the book of transcripts is going to be out next week. Oh, that's exciting. Hopefully. I'm waiting for mine and Kath's copies to be sent to us so we can just, just check. And as long as everything is fine, we're hitting the button maybe even Monday of next week on the bank holiday. do we get anything if we buy that, or no, just the book? You, you get you get the book, <laughs> and you get the the to know that all profit is going to the Samaritans. So oh, you're saving awesome. you're that's saving lives. We don't no, get a penny funny. out of it. And actually, it's just dawned on me that I'm probably because because the money's going to come to me, and then I will donate it to the Samaritans. So it will come to me as income. So I think I'm going to have to pay tax on it. Oh, you're worried I'm going to sue you again if you don't give it to the Samaritans? No, well, no, 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 but I'm going to have to pay tax, so whatever we make, oh, I'll pay tax no. on it. I'll swallow it up, because I'm a great guy. Um, no, that's a great, it's such a great cause, I'm glad you're doing yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's good, but then the, the then the single, when that comes out, every single penny of that is going into mine and Catherine's pockets, so we can oh. buy Haribo. And you can buy more platinum cards. More platinum cards, but only the first 100, there's only 100 platinum cards, <laughs> after that, hey, there's so nothing. Hey, get you, though, that's the thing, because so? I've not, uh, my card, mm. what I use it for, yes. is because... Chopping I, up cocaine. I don't... <laughs> no. I don't know how to use the landline, so the only way what? I can call you is to look at the card, and that's where the number is. Beautiful. Well, the, the platinum card is going to get you into Legoland, yes. um, as long as you buy a ticket. Oh. Um, and it also get you into um, uh, uh, screenings of films as long as you buy a ticket. What about one of these um, screenings that you do? Would it get me into there for free? Oh, it will get you in as long as you buy a ticket. <laughs> and then what? Do I get anything when I come in? You, you get in. Front row. You get in. You okay. get in as long as you've got a membership card, and then you buy a ticket. Or you can also buy tickets if you don't have cards as well. I should stress. But do you get a free drink? Mm. Do you get anything? Oh. Is there a secret after show for the platinum card? Mm, wouldn't that that would be nice, wouldn't it? Do we get to be taken to this little beach in Brighton? It's not a beach in Brighton. I wouldn't never do it on a beach because no one wants sand everywhere. This is apparently <laughs> according to uh, our caller earlier on. This is like a clearing in the woods. Oh right. I oh, bet okay. Brighton. I bet Brighton so is dogging not, central. It's not a beach, then. No, I bet Brighton is dogging central. Yeah, but they have a lot of fun there. I don't. I'm surprised you've not not. They um, dabbled in that. I'm quite conventional um, when it comes to locations. You are. Catherine is a wild one, isn't she? Catherine is, utter, I can say this now, utter, <laughs> utter filth. <laughs> she's a shameful, despicable human being, and um, she's the she reason... she like once, didn't she, in a park, when she was probably like 14 or 15. Well, hang on, well, not when she was 14, because that would be illegal. Uh, oh, no, she was like in her 20s, and she did it all over the place. She showed me a map. <laughs> Um, and it's just covered in red dots of where she's, um, been. Oh, maybe you could put that at the back of the platinum cards, the map. Ca- Catherine's sex map? Yes. I don't know. It's, um, it doesn't strike me as, uh, it doesn't strike me as something that's going to grab, um, uh, my attention, really. But I'm, I'm going to have a go. I'm going to try it once. I just kind of think I'm getting to the age where, come on, man, just, just try something. And if you don't like it, let's move on. And are you going to, te- are you going to, Sort of tell us about it. Oh, God, yeah, no, I'll stream it on um, Periscope. Oh, thank 
you. Yeah, That'd be nice. Very, okay. very welcome, <laughs> Sheila. My absolute pleasure. Of course I won't be. Thank you very much indeed for your call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. A huge pile of manure was uh, was today dumped outside a picturesque country pub with foul-mouthed signs placed in it by a furious lover accusing the married landlord of having an affair with their wife. Well, it's not been put there by the lover, has it? These online clickbait stories, and this is on the mail, they're written so badly, man. So the grammar and the sentence structure is awful. A huge pile of manure was today dumped outside a picturesque country pub with foul-mouthed signs placed in it by a furious lover accusing the married landlord of having an affair with their wife. Okay. The enormous mound of stinking dung was littered with handwritten signs accusing the pub's landlord and chef, the guy's name there, but I'm not going to say his name. We don't need to say his name. Of cheating on his wife, Joanna. Five placards stuck into the two-metre-wide pile read, the landlord is effing my wife. Um, and neighbours in the leafy village of Hawkley revealed they have been in fits of laughter about it. Aye, come on. It was left outside um, this pub overnight and was so wide it caused delays for motorists trying to pass through it. The gentleman in question today denied the foul-mouthed allegations, uh, claiming the manure messages are a smear campaign against him and are unfounded and true. He was stunned to discover the manure this morning, and he and his wife say they do not know who dumped it. That's a good choice of words, isn't it? Speaking from his pub, the gentleman said, All I know is I turned up for work at 7.30 this morning and there was a big pile of shit in the road. <laughs> I don't know where it's come from or who has done it. But something like this can turn somebody's life upside down. Whoever has done it is trying to ruin our business. It's unfounded and untrue. Neighbour Philip Chippendale said he saw it, in the, saw it on his road after a friend called him in fits of laughter about it. Mr Chippendale, 70, said, When I saw it, I thought, my God, what's that doing there? It was a trailer load. People had to drive around it. It's a mystery how it got there. Another, this is all very strange, another resident on the quiet country road said his brother heard a vehicle pull up outside the pub around midnight last night. The pile was promptly cleaned up by workmen this morning and washed away with a hose pipe. Police have now launched an investigation into the malicious communications written onto the five signs stuck into the heap. Um... It's believed they've been placed there less than a fortnight ago. Um, oh, let me just take this. I'll take this straight to it. Hang on a second. Let's go to this. Hello, line one. You're on the wireless. How you doing, mate? All right? I'm very, very well. What you got for us? Well, um, to be honest, I've no idea. I haven't been listening, but I do listen to talk radio all the time when I'm in the car. Except where my show's on. Okay, yep, yeah, that's cool. But I've just been... I've just been scrolling to my phone and I just thought I'd put on the BBC News today. Okay, what have you heard on the BBC News today that's meant you called well, up Talk Radio? Well, I haven't heard anything, I've been reading. Okay. And I've been reading about this New Deal breakfast. Oh, breakfast. Jesus. 
five minutes before the show ends. That's what you want to call in about. Yeah, I do. What are you stockpiling? So, no, 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 I'm not stockpiling at all. I I would suggest you, you, are you stockpiling booze? In your gut? No. I don't, I don't need, I need, I don't need to stockpile booze. Because you're drunk already, okay. I would like to say. Yes. No, I, well, do you want to, do you want to hear me out or not? Not really. Well, you obviously want to waste time. I just want to tell you what my point is. I, I don't really want to know what your point is about Brexit. I don't really care. You don't care? No. Well, you don't care about Brexit? I, well, actually, no, I don't really care about Brexit, but I care, I care very so, little about Brexit and I care even less about what your opinion is on it. Uh, so what? Brexit means nothing to you? It means very little to me. Well, that's precisely my point. What? Brexit, Brexit shouldn't mean anything to any of us. Okay, well, that's, that's great. Thanks so much for calling. Really? Yeah. Well, if that's, if that's where you fear, then we shouldn't really be listening to the news and propaganda, should we? You know, you shouldn't be, you can listen to it if you want, but you shouldn't be phoning me about it. Well, I thought talk radio was the place to uh, air your views well, and let other people where you think. Yeah, you've you've aired your views, and I've told you that I'm not interested. You've never listened to my well, show. Why are you calling me? Well, I'm I'm calling you to air my views. I'm okay, your view has been aired. Is, do you feel is anything been solved? Do you feel better? No, no, my view my view hasn't been aired because I'm I've not I've not stated my opinion. Okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna, why don't you give Paul Ross a call after one? Well, what, because you can't handle what I want to say? Because the show finishes in two minutes. Okay, fair enough. I'll call Paul Ross. Thanks very much indeed. Thank you. Looking forward to it. I'm so sorry, Paul. No, no, looking forward to it. Here. Weird thing happened to me. No word of a lie. I'm sitting in the office preparing for the show. Yes. Got a great guest on live from Hollywood, Jack Gill. He's been a stuntman since the early 80s. Oh, I love stuntmen. And he's suggesting, and he's been campaigning for years, there should be an Oscar for stunt coordinator for stunts. Oh, of course there should. Anyway, as I'm reading my notes... You played the fall guy. Hey. Weird, in the middle ages, they had a burnt, was a warlock. They had a burnt, exactly that yeah. moment. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh. and, and then I'm thinking, am I hearing the voices again? No, it was you. It was me, yeah. Also, I got Choi Ocho on the way in. Hey. Right? Didn't think it through. Yeah. Denim shirt and jeans. Yeah. But as I'm getting out of the car. You did a little roll. No. I'm putting on my denim jacket, and the bloke's going, oi, oi, Rossi, triple denim. Triple denim. I've triple denim. Unintentionally. A denim shirt, denim, I've got my denim Levi jacket outside. I don't have a problem with that. If it's good enough for George Harrison on the cover of Abbey Road, it's good enough for me. I'm at the age, I'm growing a tash again, because I just think, why not? Although my dad had, in the early 70s, and I'd love to get a pair, he had denim loafers, like slip-on, almost like plimsolls without laces, so I could I could quadruple denim. I bet you can get denim pants as well. They chafe. They would chafe a little bit. <laughs> you got 25 seconds. What you got? We've got Jack Gill, the great stunt coordinator. Beautiful. Peaky Blinders returns Sunday night. It's Monday night as well. We've got the creator, Stephen Knight, on the show exclusively. Wow. Mr. Peaky Blinder himself. He's about to start a new series about the origins of drama series, about the early days of the SAS as well. Exclusive on the Beautiful. show. Beautiful. Sounds like an excellent show. I'll be listening on the way home. Thank you very much, Amy. Thank you, Hayley. Thank you to nearly all of our callers tonight. I'll be back tonight. This is Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio. 